Hey, yo, say hello to the back Scott Hall. Hey, this is Olympic gold medalist Kurt Angle from TNA. Oh, it's real. It's damn real. Hi, this is Booker T, the five-time WCW champion. And you listen to SNS Radio Network. Yo, monkeys, it's me, PPP, the king of Bada Bing, the master of the diamond cutter, the three-time, three-time, three-time world champion. Stay tuned or you will feel Hey, you listen on the SNS Network, and that's the bottom line. The gold, gold system. The world is listening. The following program is closed captioned for the thinking impaired. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. It's time for Sunday Night Showdown with coverage of TNA Wrestling. Only on pay-per-view. Here are your hosts, the Green White Mark, the Shark DeCarlo. I want to have intercourse with you. Uh, ooh, yeah, intercourse with you. Relation. Intercourse with you. <laughs> Real. Picking on it. And bring it via satellite all the way from New York City. New York City! Get a rope. The Bronx Father, Don Bronx. Tony Mirabella. You spend time with your family? Sure I do. Good. Because a man that doesn't spend time with his family can never be a real man. And the showdown begins now. everybody good evening welcome to sunday night showdown here on the sns radio network covering tna's final pay-per-view of 2012 ironically enough named final resolution i am the bronx father and hell it might be tna's final pay-per-view ever now i know there's a lot of idiots out there who would probably be happy about that i for one wouldn't be but with that said, all by myself, don't want to be all by myself. And I'm not, because joining me, yes, I dragged him kicking, screaming, protesting. For one night only, he's back. Please welcome my co-host for Sunday Night Showdown.
Good evening, my friends, pro wrestling fans and conspiracy theorists all across the seven continents. The power is back. All right, man. Glad I, to have you. I, I cannot believe you got me dragging, kicking, and screaming back on the air. I was enjoying retirement. I was having a fantastic time. And then I get a call saying, Power, can you please, please run an SNS? And I thought to myself, you know, it's been six months. So much time elapsed, so much to say, so little time to say it. I thank you so much. And uh, to UT and uh, Trey and JJ, thank you so much for allowing me to come on and uh, co-host Sunday Night Show down here, this great TNA pay-per-view event. Well, let's hope it turns out to be a great TNA pay-per-view event. You know, uh, I've I've been looking forward to it. And like I said, their last pay-per-view of the year. And next year, we'll be going to a 10 pay-per-view format, which I'm all for. Oh, I agree. You know, there's something to be said for having too many pay-per-views in a year, and it's it's bad enough, it's tough enough to get all of your professional wrestling programs on top of your professional wrestling radio programs all in, in one week, in one month. This actually will be a good thing. It will allow for TNA to develop storylines, do the kind of promoting that they need to do to get into these big events. Oh, no, I agree wholeheartedly. I mean, definitely. We've been saying it. We've been saying it forever that they need to, to cut down on pay-per-views. Even the WWE would do well to go to a format of 10. I'd even go to 8, but that's me. You know, there was a time way back when, ladies and gentlemen, there was a time when you actually only had four pay-per-views in a year. Oh, yeah. I remember. Now, remember those days? And you would have so much buildup. You'd have some Saturday night main events in the middle, and you'd have your four big pay-per-views. And, you know, in this environment with the big money contracts, the kind of dollars that these companies have to shell out to remain relevant, they just can't do that anymore. Yeah. I mean, it's it's all about money. You know, it's like they, they want to make that the 12 health WWE at 13 for a while. It's it's incredible. Speaking of big money right now uh, on the pay-per-view right now, we have uh, Kazarian, uh, the shaved head himself, Kazarian. And I love, you know what, James Storm's T-shirt here. The Beer Hunter t-shirt, you want to talk making big money, I guarantee you every redneck south of I-90 will be picking up that t-shirt on TNA's website. That is a fabulous t-shirt. I would even get one of those. So you want to embrace your inner redneck is what you're saying. I would embrace my inner redneck with the Beer Hunter t-shirt that James Storm is uh, is sporting this evening. That was actually the first thing that caught my eye. They've, They've been out. Kazarian's been been talking about it here for the better part of five minutes, uh, talking about how big and bad he is, and uh, now he's pointing to the back. Yeah, I'm I'm wondering what where this is going. Interesting way to start a pay per view, you know, just talking and you know, I, I I say go right into a match, but again, that's me. No, we you have know. to talk about it first. We have to talk about how what we have to do before we can get into the match because we have to get everybody psyched up this actually you know if you're going to start a pay-per-view event you really can't with james storm james storm is money and and having james storm out there and good for (laughs) did you see the guy with the drunk one (laughs) t-shirt all these people are crazy there he is right there in the red right in the center of your screen if you're not watching the pay-per-view this is your pay-per-view party right here Yes, and surprisingly, the guy with the drunk one shirt is not Crelly. <laughs> I mean, because you know, Crelly, 
Crowley getting some heat in TNA, getting his sign ripped up. And I mean, come on, you know, he's been to every event this year almost. Yeah, they, they really need to show Chris Kelly some love, you know, at these pay-per-view events. They, they, they really do. I mean, you know, you know, buy him a soda and, you know, some nachos and get him a nice seat in front and, and let him enjoy the pay-per-view in peace. You know, maybe, you know, maybe what it is, really, maybe what it is, is TNA secretly has a problem with foreign people. Oh, no. about that? Maybe that's what it is. Maybe TNA, maybe secretly deep down in places where TNA executives don't go to at parties, that there is somehow, there is some, there's this deep-seated conceit or hatred for foreign people, you think? I sincerely doubt that, because they're over like Rover in England. Anytime they go to England, they're, they're more over than WWE. This is the A product over in Britain, so, well, maybe. Know, Go ahead. Okay, I was, I was going to say, though, maybe it depends on where you are in England. You know, like maybe like if you're where, you know, if you're, you know, you're living near the hospital where where um, uh, Kate Middleton was. Maybe if you're in that area of Britain, they love you. But if you're out, if you're like one of the hill people, they don't care. The hill people? Yeah, the hill people, the people that don't live in downtown London. And now it looks like referee tell up oh, and here we go. James Storm and Kazarian, they are going at it. And I believe... This is an impromptu match, so all right. Into the pay per view, and we have our first match: James Storm shots to the head on Kazarian, finally throwing Kazarian in the ring. Back in the ring now, and the bell rings. Damn, he Kazarian took a nice shot on the steel steps. Holy crap! Wow, it'll be a fast match. I, I, I would be very, very surprised if this one goes more than ten minutes. Yeah, I agree because James Storm is is he is pissed off. And it looks like that he's just letting all his frustrations out on Kazarian here. And just, you know, Kaz and Daniels, I, I like seeing them, you know, doing singles. But I, I think, Power, that right now they are the best pay, uh, the best pay-per-view. Nice. Buzzer. Thank and you very much here. I'll, I'll, you, you, can, you, can, uh, you can sit back and, uh, and enjoy the, uh, the consequence of that buzzer. And I'll, uh, I'll continue on here. How about that? the best tag team in the business nowadays. I, I really do. I think they're the very best. And I kind of, you know, I, I enjoy seeing them as a tag team. But now we have some singles, of course, tonight, Power. Yes. For the final time. Again. Again. Yes. We've got Daniels and AJ. So You know, you, you, can't, you can't go wrong with AJ and Christopher Daniels. First time, final time, last time, any time. You, you can't go wrong with that. That's money. Kazarian with a uh, pin attempt here on uh, James Storm only got two. And, uh, you, know, I, you know, I got a question, you know, getting into James Storm's, getting into James Storm's attire this evening. What's with the armbands? What, what, what is, I, I don't see too many, you know, hardcore redneck wrestlers wearing red armbands. I have no idea. I, I just... <laughs> You know, is it? I guess it's safe for me. You know what? I didn't even do this, but I guess it's safe for me probably to head into the chat room. Oh yeah, head on over. Yeah, yeah. See what see what our lovely chat room has to say. But while Power is doing that, let's have some quick picks for this match. Uh, right now, I'm gonna say he just just by the way this started and the momentum that's been going on. I got James Storm going over here. Uh, I think he's going to beat Kaz. You know, James Storm is money, as the power said. 
And I just see as James Storm is getting his head slammed again and again and again into the steps. God damn, this has turned into a brutal match. Well, Kaz and Kaz, he's well, waving to the crowd. That's very unusual for him. Well, he's he's doing that to be a wise ass, you know. <laughs> so you don't, th- you don't think he was doing that to be polite and to uh, respond to the two or three fans out in the... Uh, are they in the impact zone? This looks uh, like the so. impact zone tonight. Yeah, they're in the impact zone. Okay, so they went they went all out for this pay-per-view. Well, you know, hopefully when they go to that 10 format, you know, 10 pay-per-views a year, they're going to have more of them on the road. But in any event, Andy, who you got for this match going over? I'll, uh, I'll pick James Storm. Uh, I'll pick James Storm uh, on a mistake from Kaz. Um, you know, anybody married to, Bra- to Tracy Brooks, and, and, and God bless that man. God bless him. God bless that man. He's, he's got he's too distracted on the fact that he has a tremendous wife to really concern himself with this match. So I'll, uh, I'll take James Storm uh, merely on that fact alone. I don't think there's any other wrestling analyst. Well, of course, we're not analysts, but there's no other show that would pick a winner based on who their opponent's married to. That's awesome. Oh, my God. Do you realize how many people were glad that I left the industry? Do you realize how many people were thanking God that I left? Yeah, I mean, it's like tonight. Like, I'm, I'm probably, see, the good thing about this is bringing you back for one night, that's going to get me the heel heat, which is awesome because I love heat. The more, the more, the better. Oh, my word. You know what? Let me, let me do this here real quick. What do we got going on? Kaz with a front headlock. James Storm attempting to reverse in a shot to the stomach. Lifting up Kazari, another shot, and a third. James Storm breaks the hole. Another shot to the head coming off the ropes. And Kaz with an elbow. James Storm, wow. Yeah, this is... Lots this, of is this, is a, this is a decent match. Absolutely. I mean, when you got these two guys in the ring, you're going to have a decent match. But, you know, we mentioned during uh, our pre-show discussion about the prevalence of bald heads in wrestling and power. Even the ref is bald. You know, it's it's come to you know it is very difficult. I, I think it, it took us really two decades, two and a half decades. Or, oh wow, what a tremendous EDT by Kazarian for the pin two. Oh, two and a half. But you know, it took us literally two and a half decades of 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 men wrestling in long hair before we realized that you know when you sweat, the sweat gets into the hair, and you know the girls really don't care for that too much. And, you know, you're having to shampoo the thing twice and conditioner and rinse and repeat. And, and finally, people just got sick of it and said, hell with it. I'll wrestle bald. And I don't blame them. Oh, oh, me. We got, oh, powerbomb by James Storm. Outstanding. Kaz, yeah. Kaz is wishing he was home with Tracy Brooks right now. James Storm. Oh, a code breaker. Wow. This this is an they awesome are, match. James Storm in the impact zone right now. Look at this. He's taking too much time, though. I hate it when wrestlers do this. I advocate for this every match I watch. They take way too much time. Going for sweet chin music, missing. Referee stepping in the middle of it. Kaz now. Well, I mean, it's almost this like when, when you... I, there you go. There's a sweet chin music right there. James Storm down one, two, and three. And James Storm is your winner. You're welcome. Excellent. Ex- excellent match to, to start out the pay-per-view, get the crowd hyped. 
very, very good. Uh, actually kind of a brutal match between these two. Just, you know, with, with the, the, the step shots were terrible. I mean, wow. That was really, that was not. And you know what? I just noticed he wrestled the whole match in his T-shirt. Yeah, he did. I mean, that's hardcore. You got to sell the T-shirts, man. <laughs> you know, that's one line I wish we could use in my profession. Sorry about your damn luck. Unfortunately, it doesn't work too well. <laughs> what, like when you deny somebody and you say, bro, sorry about your damn luck. Sorry about be- your damn luck. That's <laughs> Tremendous first match to start. Final so- resolution. Oh, who's the guy in the middle now? Now, I've missed some TNA. Who's this wiggler? Uh, let me see. There's Mike today and Taz and... You know, I apologize, and I'm the TNA guy here, but his name, I know I'll be corrected in the chat, his name unfortunately escapes me, but I think that personally he sucks. Well, I'll I'll give him about an hour, and then I'll decide whether or not he sucks or not. This is the first time I've really heard him, so. Well, what they experimented on on Impact was having two announcers for the first hour and two separate announcers for the second hour. And that was kind of like, wah, wah, wah. So really now they, they've moved to a three-announced, uh, three-man announced team, which I usually don't have a problem with. But I think uh, if it was up to me, Taz and Tanae are more than capable of doing it on their own. So, you know, I'm still trying to connect into the chat room here. I don't even know if I'm in or not. If I, it says I've joined the chat. So I guess I'll see if I am in the chat. If anybody. Been a while since I've been in the chat. You're there. I see you. I'm here. Okay. Fantastic. So here, I want to take a quick listen here. Oh, there we go. Oh, there's Jeff Hardy. He dressed nice for the occasion. He, uh, he went to Walmart and bought a black sweatshirt and painted on it. Bobby Roode. The consummate professional coming in in a uh, in a blazer and a shirt. I'm about to really piss you off. I want to tell you. I want to ask you what you think of this. They've yeah. been doing a thing. Now I don't know if you know, but TNA is live now every Thursday, which was a, a great move. However, yes, they're doing this angle with Jeff Hardy where he'll be sitting there and you can hear his thoughts, a la Doctor Xavier. Oh, here we go. The X Division title. Oh, it's about time we had Christy Hemi out. <laughs> you notice how this, this gratuitous... Okay, ladies and gentlemen, I, I have to say something here about the camera work from TNA. Is it really necessary to start the camera shot with Christy Hemi at her legs? Do we, do, is, is that even necessary? Do we really even need that? <laughs> Okay, I don't, I already know what Christy Hemi looks like. You don't have to show me the area south of her hoo-hoos. You don't need to do that. It sells. It sells. Kenny King here with his shot at the X Division Championship. Yes. This is a young guy who's, who's impressed me very much. And, you know, um, I don't know. I don't know what to think of them yet. You know, it's like it's 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 real real new for me. So we'll have to wait and see. You know what? But I, I tell you one thing: I predict that this is going to be a really really good match. I mean, RVD, who I don't know if he's done any token before the match, looks okay to me. 
There can't. There is no better representative of the X Division right now than this man, Rob Van Dam. Yeah, I mean he's he's your perfect pick, um, and now of course the X Division title obviously holds some weight now because while you're holding that belt once a year at the um, X Division um, pay per view. You can cash in, actually cash in that belt for a world title shot now. I have absolutely, I, I thought that was a great idea. I had absolutely no issue with that when I heard it. An all or nothing shot because, I mean, the, the, you know, it's like when we have these championships, you know, the, the X Division title, and then we had a Legends title, and we couldn't really understand, you know, what the purpose of these titles were. And, and now it, it was like the, the prominence of the X Division title dropped and, and has come into some resurgence as of late. And really, the prestige of the title never really should have dropped. TNA never really should have dropped the ball. But uh, we get this match underway here. X Division title on the line. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I agree. And it's like I was kind of upset when Devon ended up winning the TV title the other night. I thought it was much better served on Samoa Joe. I just didn't get that. You know, it's getting to the point with some of these TNA wrestlers and, and Samoa Joe is one of them where now they've sort of, they've sort of, uh, wow, nice roll up there. They, they've sort of developed into this role where, you know, they are the image enhancers for the young guys and, and they, they, it's, it's not really that big of a deal for them. And that shows a lot of maturity on a lot of some of these old guys that they're willing to do that. Yeah. I mean, definitely, you know, it's, 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 it's like, Tonight, you know, I'm wondering in this match, RVD's a good representative, but do you put the young talent over? I, I don't know. But, I mean, Devon, my, my problem with Devon was just him being, you know, with aces and eights, and I don't think he's going to be defending it every week on TV. Which I don't think so doing. either. I, I, I agree with you here. You know, this, this match has been so fast so far. Kenny King with a side headlock here going to the ropes. This one is tough to call. Oh, wow, split move. I think that was a mistake there with Kenny King. He should have tried something right there while RVD was down. Roll over. They're they're just they're moving so fast. These guys. Yeah, awesome. I mean, it's it's that, that's what you're going to get. You can only call this so fast if you're just listening to the program. It's very difficult to uh, <laughs> to try to call all of this. It's yeah, it's really one of those things. It's it's really one of those things where you know wouldn't you love to be you know Chris Kelly has has been. Uh, uh, you know, at these TNA events, and I, you know, I just think that there's some intimacy to these events that you really miss something by not being there live. Well, I mean, the only TNA event, unfortunately, because they they don't hold pay per views or or uh, impacts here in New York, was baseball. And I'll tell you, I had a great time for a house show. It, it was very, very good, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. So, you know, I I, I would like to be able to eventually see them hold you know, a, a pay-per-view or something in the New York area, but New York equals WWE. Very difficult to draw at a TNA event, even even here in upstate New York. And uh, by the way, really quick, I want to uh, give a shout-out to the uh, to the owner, uh, at one time the official program observer for the Pro Wrestling Rewind and the owner of said network, one Mr. J.J. Sexay. Wish him, a, him and his family a very happy holidays, Merry Christmas, and uh, thank him for the opportunity to be on the show tonight. Definitely, man. JJ was, you know, he's all for it. You know, no problem. And it's just great that, you know, JJ, unfortunately, is not really too into TNA right now. And at least 
at least he doesn't spend his entire time shitting on it. He, he lets you know straight up, look, right now I'm not into this. And I, I, I understand that. Yeah, you know, okay, I, That's your right as a pro wrestling fan. That's your right. You can like... You can like what you want. You could like NXT. You could like, you know, the WWE right now or, or TNA. I, I, I think TNA's gotten better. It still has a way to go. There's, there's still too much WCW-esque going on in TNA, but it'll take time. I, if I had to pick my favorite, though, my favorite wrestling program right now, it would have to be NXT. And my only complaint with NXT is that title trophy. They they really need to do something better with that title trophy. I I can't stand that belt. Oh man, RVD taken from the top rope to the outside over the guardrail. Good morning. Good morning. Wow, this has been. Eddie King a, has a, has a great opportunity here if he can capitalize on it. And speaking of that, quick picks, Andy. I'll let you go first. Who do you have in this match? Uh, I'm gonna pick uh, Rob Van Dam to retain. Um, and I think I'm going to pick him to retain on a pinfall. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I just think it's a little bit too soon, but I'll tell you, this guy, Kenny is impressing me. Definitely. I think he's going to get there at some point, but right now your best representative for this title is in fact, Rob Van Dam and I've got him to retain. And that's, you know, it's weird. You and I picked the same guy last match, and it went over, and now we picked the same guy in this match. It's usually the curse power here on Sunday Night Showdown that when the hosts agree, it's usually always the other guy. So we'll have to see. <laughs> yeah. Rob Van Dam with Anita Head and a two-count on Kenny King. Rob Van Dam, you know, this guy could go an hour, and here we are. We're, we're, we're only a few minutes really into this. And he's already showing signs of fatigue. I just don't think, you know, when you look at Rob Van Dam, I mean, he's tremendous. That spinning kick, another pin attempt, one, two. Kenny King kicks out. It's, it's you know, age catches up with all of us. And God bless Rob Van Dam. I just, I, it's, it's very awkward to see him this winded this early. Well, I mean, he, he looks, he looks a little bigger to me probably than when he was in his WWE days and his, you know, ECW days. But you're right. I mean, I, I, I hear what you're saying. Hell, age catches up with you. I had to take a nap this afternoon to do this show and I'm 35. So <laughs> it's getting there, you know, it's like I get no sleep during the week. So on the weekend, my body's like, uh, uh, you got to make up for it. This has been a very unusual weekend in sports. Of course, the tragedy down in Dallas. Two uh, Dallas Cowboy players, one uh, dead, one behind bars after a uh, drunk driving incident, incident leading to a crash and a, and a fatality. It's been a, a bad two weeks for the NFL. And, you know, it, we, we talk about so many tragedies in professional wrestling. And, and, and really, we've been, I don't want to say fortunate, I'll knock on wood, but it's, you know, we just haven't seen the kind of things that are going on in the NFL right now. You know, it was interesting. I was having, and not to get off topic, but, you know, we can, this match, like you said, is just so fast-paced. Bottom it's, line, guys, forever. It's, it's, it's an awesome match. Real quick, though, look at RV. Look at the sweat pouring off this guy. This soon into the match, you know, RVD, a man who's known for his conditioning, and, and for him to be sweating this hard, either it's that hot in the impact zone or Rob Van Dam is, is, is really feeling the, the effects of age here. It could be, but you know, I, I wanted to address what you said briefly. You know, it, yeah. I was discussing this with someone this afternoon and 
I think, though, as a passenger, though, Andy, and, and God forgive me, please, I am not putting any fault on the victim who lost their life here, none at all. But if I see that a, a dr the driver of the motor vehicle I'm going to be in is intoxicated, I'm not getting in. I'll take a cab. I mean, you know, one time my mother's landlord said, comes downstairs and he tells my brother and I, hey guys, want me to drive you home? And I'm like, no, nah, that's okay. We'll take the bus. You know, it's just, it's sad. It's, it's really it sad. It's, it's terrible. And, you know, the NFL really didn't need that right now coming off the incident, you know, from two weeks ago in the, the shooting suicide. Wow, RVD with a strong clothesline. Damn. He came down. It, it's, I didn't want, wow, and what a shot to the chin. Kenny King, he got all of that. RVD going for the monkey flip, and wow, Kenny King got some air. Kenny King, you know, wishing he was somewhere else right now. RVD going for Rolling Thunder, I think, and he hits it. That's, you know, that's a move. If you can see it coming, you, you should be able to roll out of the ring and avoid it. Now, here's my concern. Here's RVD going to the top rope. Once again, taking too much time. Seriously, ladies and gentlemen, you could write a book on how much time these guys take trying to get moves off. Well, I mean, that's classic wrestling 101. I mean, we, we've seen it so many times now. You know, you see it in, in every company, even ROH, anywhere. It's like, it's like when a guy signals his finisher. If I do the signal for my finisher, it means I'm not getting it. Yeah. It's always out of the blue. Have you noticed that? RVD going for the five-star, and he misses. Kenny King, what's he going to try here? Oh, for a hair pull. Hold on a second. Going up uh -oh. the first carry and trying for an F5 type of maneuver. RVD blocked it. Oh, nice roll up. Two and three. Holy RVD shit. The roll up out of nowhere. And this is why this man deserves to be the X Division champion for moves just like that. Very, very good match. Very fast paced. And wow. Again, again, maybe you and I are immune to this curse. We both pick the same guy and he goes over. RVD still your X Division champion. Looks like, uh, you know, he doesn't. It, He's losing some of that hair on top there. You know, that hair isn't pulled back as far as what it used to be. Brother. It happens to all. It happens to all. Well, it hasn't happened to me. You me know, it won't. Because I, I have beautiful hair. So it won't, it won't be happening to me. No look one at, knows what you look like. We have to take your word for that, it. Exactly. And you will never, ever see anybody. There was, there was a time back in my 99 Hits days where they actually had a picture of me on the website, but that that has long since been taken down. Oh, my goodness. And you know the funny thing about that is I found out this week, I ran into, talking about things that happened in upstate radio, upstate New York radio, I found out that a competitor actually bought, a, a, a competitor that I'm very familiar with actually bought out 99 hits, WSNN, WPDM, and they'll be switching ownerships in two months. Wow. Now, why this is ironic it's because there are only th there are only three major radio ownerships in upstate New York, and now there will only be two. Oh, here's Jeremy Borash. JB, there he is. There he is, Christopher Daniels, and uh, and uh, he looks like he's drinking urine or something. What does he got? <laughs> drinking urine. Well, it's sterile, and he likes the taste. Um, what is what is he what has he got in that martini glass? 
I don't know. I think it's an apple martini, but I just got to say, man, this is a guy, and he's been interviewed on this network before. I'd love to get get him for a while because I got to tell you, I love Christopher Daniels' character. He is the proverbial, just the bastard. I mean, he is he is so arrogant and so cocky, and so he's one of my faves in TNA. I'm a big fan of Chris Daniels because he's so good at playing the asshole that it's amazing. Yeah, and you know he's a tremendous talker on the mic. But I got to talk about this. He's got this this alcohol urine laden drink that he's that he. Now wait a second. Now hold on. What is that on his right hand? What is he wearing? Uh, let me see. Is that I'm a glove sure. he's wearing? Like fingerless gloves? What is that? I don't know. It looks like he's going for the Madonna look. Really? You know, Michael Jackson wore a glove here, but Christopher Daniels don't. What? What? What is this? Well, hopefully his glove hasn't been the places that Michael's was, but you know, I won't get into that. It's my the power pack is telling me it is a it is a glove with. With one finger, and it's for the index finger, and I guess that is for—I guess that's for milking the prostate. Is that what that's for? What the fuck? I, I don't know. What, why would the man explain to me? Unless he's going to come what up with the a man move. What the places does he need a glove with one finger on the hand for? Well, wait, wait. Well, what the f- milk? Are you serious? Milking the prostate? Why the, the hell else would fuck? you need a glove with only one hole in it for one finger? <laughs> What the hell other possible reason could you have? You know I'm right. That's the funny. You're sitting there laughing, but you know I'm right. I have, you know, maybe the time off hasn't been kind to you because I would have never in my life expected that reference from you. For those (laughs) of you who don't know what that means, look it up on Google. I refuse to elaborate. All right. Well, at least somebody at TNA listens. See, the power is very persuasive because now... Finally, we have a direct shot of Christy Hemi. We don't have the leg shot. So now, now I like this guy. I need a minute. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, but this guy here, this Joey Ryan, I'll tell you. you and you want to know somebody else. You know, I've been gone for, for, for while we have a minute here while Matt Morgan and, and uh, Joey Ryan come out. You know somebody else who's really grown on me as a, as a wrestling personality as of late is Damian Sandow. Oh yeah, I, I. You know what? If the rewind, if if we had a rewind, I would not come back on the rewind. I wouldn't bring that show back unless I could get Damian Sandow on, because that's one of the few personalities in professional wrestling that I truly can understand and appreciate. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I like the guy, but speaking of Sandow and speaking of guys with with beards, I mean Matt Morgan's. He's sporting a scary ass looking beard right there. Yeah. Glad to see, uh, glad to see Hernandez uh, back with a title belt around his neck. Most people have it around their waist. Hernandez has it around his neck, and uh, and Chavo Guerrero. Glad to see him with a championship again. Yeah, well, I mean, Chavo championship around his waist just goes I, hand in can hand. I just tell you how stupid these tattoos are going to look when Hernandez is eighty. Oh yeah, it's like my brother. He's tattooed all over his body, and I'm like, dude. When you hit your 70s and 80s, it's going to like be, you know, it, it's embarrassing when you have to pull the skin together to show someone what it should be. <laughs> this, is a, this is a tremendous tag team here. This Hernandez and Chavo Guerrero, you know, you got the power. You know, this, this, is, 
this is almost British bulldog esque in its uh, in its makeup. And the same with with Ryan and and Morgan. You know, you have the speed and the technique of Joey Ryan, who's you know really a phenomenal talker. And and Matt Morgan, I I want to see Matt Morgan and Hernandez. That's that's who I really want to see go at it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you see, you you know, you you have the two big guys going at it, and then you've got you know your two smaller guys. But Chavo, I like his place in TNA. I think he was completely, utterly wasted in WWE. Yeah, I agree. And you know the the story that that JJ told us a few months back how. Uh, I think it was before he signed with TNA, how kind and, and appreciative and what a class act Chavo was to, to JJ's daughter when they went to an independent show. He's a, he's a, a real class act. I like the guy, and I'm glad to see him in TNA. I'm glad that he's getting a push, and I'm glad to see that he's won half the world tag team champion uh, team here. Hernandez getting the tag in against Joy Ryan. Joy Ryan's about to feel a whole lot of pain. Oh, in a bear hug. This man could bear hug an oak tree. <laughs> and a back suplex from Hernandez. You know, what a tremendous representative. Talking about Hernandez, what a tremendous role model this guy is for not just, you know, the, the Latino youth, but really, you know, anywhere. I, I think this guy is just a, a tremendous representative of the sport. The same with Chavo. Um you know, but uh, tattoo, you know, people, I, I, I don't have an issue with tattoos. I just, I don't have any, so I really can't relate. But I, <laughs> Chavo Guerrero trying a, trying a trip, a step over toll hall, didn't get anywhere with it. Here's the direct insurance uh, representative here with a shot missing. Chavo, there we go. Here come the big boys. What the hell kind of trunks is Matt Morgan wearing? He's wearing these He's he pulled up Danny Spivey's old uh, old trunk. Well, oh, it's Grizzly. Oh, he went to the he went to the Brian Danielson School of Beard Trimming. Oh, I love it. <laughs> yes, look at this. Grizzly Adams is called. He wants his beard back. Hernandez off the ropes and gets nothing. Look at this. Yeah, I mean, November is over, man. Shave the beard, Jesus. Nothing here. Matt Morgan coming off, and he's got nothing in the Dan Spivey tights. Super Mex Hernandez. Why, okay, why don't you guys stop talking about it? Here we go. Here comes Hernandez off, misses the clothesline, body block, and he moves Morgan again, again with the again with the flying tackle, moves him again. He's not going to get him a third time, though. Yeah, Matt Morgan with the discus clothesline. Nothing there. Wait. What is this fascination now? We got the short hairs and the resurgence of the Brian Danielson beard. I don't know, but you know what? Quick picks in this match because I don't know. I don't. Somehow I have a feeling this match isn't going to go too long. I don't know why, but you know I'm going to surprise people, and and I I just have a feeling that as much of an ass as Ryan is on the mic, as much as he annoys people, this isn't a pick that I went with with my heart. I went with my head. I see new champions here tonight. I have a feeling we're going to see Ryan and uh morgan get the titles tonight i'm gonna disagree with you and i say the tag champs retain especially with moves like this you get the blood he's had him up there for about 20 25 seconds you get the blood rushing to joy ryan's head and then Supermax drops him and you got to figure that's worse when you've got all that hair the, the you feel it in the roots you the feel it in the roots 
Yeah, I mean, it just pulls the blood, you know, to your head even quicker. It throws your weight off. There's Chavo talking smack to Matt Morgan here. Chavo trying to get Joey Ryan up. Going for a side suplex, perhaps. Gets it. This is really, this is a great tag team match. I, but what we haven't seen, what we need is is we need the hot tag setup. We need we need somebody to be down here for a good five, ten minutes. And we haven't gotten to that stage in the match yet. Yeah, I mean, it's like everybody tonight so far has been at a fast pace. And I got to say, you know, we're on our third match. And, and thus far, I have, the wrestling has been good. It's, it's been, been a been good very solid wrestling. Very, very solid. Chavo Guerrero going up the ropes. On Joey Ryan, double axe handle to the side. It's great. I mean, fast tags in and out. Yeah, except for the, the outfits, which are the most hideous wrestling attire I think I've ever seen in my life by all these guys. I don't know who's doing fashion. Oh, wow. Oh, this might be your title change right here. God damn. Oh, took too long. Wow, did you see... Chavo Guerrero, that shot. Wow. He's going, he, he, there's going to be, that's an Excedrin number five right there. Yeah, I mean, that shit, that reminded me of the shot Pacquiao took last night where he got knocked right, I forgot. the fuck out. That's right, we can swear on this on this uh, program, can't we? I've forgotten about that. Uh, yeah, when I'm, when I'm <laughs> holding the reins, you can, you can fucking swear all you want. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll I'll stick with the uh, with the hoo hoos and the tay tays and uh, your kids. I, I'll, I'll keep it. I'll keep it clean. You'll keep it. Cl- Wait a minute. You, you know what? You're talking about milking prostates, and you want to keep it clean. <laughs> really? I, well, it's why are you getting on me? I'm not the one wearing the Michael Jackson prostate glove. Ouch! Chavo Guerrero down. Matt Morgan side slam, and now the beard's getting angry. Look at that. The beard is flinching. That's incredible. I've never seen a man's beard flinch before. The beard has a mind of its own. The beard, you know what? I think, uh, you know what? This could be a handicap match. They could tag the beard in. Chavo Guerrero in the, in the, with the, in the side headlock here. Joey, Joey Ryan putting the pressure on. This I mean, is, go ahead. Matt Morgan just looks like, like the guy in prison that everybody avoids with that beard and shit. I mean, this guy is fucking, he's jacked to the moon. I mean, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. And, you know, there was talk a, a while ago about him going back to WWE. I yep. think he would have been wasted. I think it would have been too. Now, why, Joey Ryan, will you stop tweaking your nipple, please? We don't need to see that. See, wasted time playing with his nipple instead of going down for the pin. What, what is this? What is going on in TNA? <laughs> it's awesome. He's bringing Sleazy back. He's a, you know, he, he almost, he almost. God, he could have had the pin and said he had to go and tweak his nipple. Well, I mean, you, you know, it, it's now, like. The power pack, the power pack brings up a great point. He said, you know, TNA could probably stand for, for what was it again? True nipple. True nipple acrobatics. <laughs> That coming from the power pack. And you know, actually, when we, we go to break, I'll tell you, the power pack came up with something here earlier tonight that I, that I want to share with the listeners, which was just absolutely incredible. Yeah, we'll be taking our first commercial break after this match. If this match ever ends, Joey Ryan with a pin only getting two. Uh, you know, It's getting now where Chavo's been in for quite a while and needs to tag out. There he goes. He's going for the nipple again. 
he almost, I'll tell you, Joey Ryan, and I know this may get me heat, he kind of, kind of reminds me of a Rick Rude in a way. Just, just that, you know, cocky, I'm too sexy for my shirt, you know, type of guy. He's, he's, just... he's, he's Gangnam style, he is. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's PSY all over. There's Chavo going for the tag. Joey Ryan almost made a mental mistake. Well, if you quit tweaking your nipples there, he'd, he'd have been tweaking his nipples and Chavo would have gone for the tag. Yeah, I, I, I don't know what where that... What tweak in the nipple has to do with anything? That's just something that, that I, wow, I don't well, know. He's got the Brady Bunch tights on. <laughs> there goes Chavo. There's your hot towel. That was sort of a semi hot. Oh, nice shoulder block by Hernandez. Double axe handle. Joey Ryan up and down goes Joey Ryan and off the ropes. I mean, look, Joey, it's not cold enough in the impact zone for you to make orange juice. So stop, stop tweaking the nipples. Just this is a mistake here. Oh, maybe not. Hernand I was about to say it was a mistake for Hernandez to go and look. One, two. Hernandez with the pin, and the bearded Matt comes in. Now, hold on. Now, where's the count, ref? Matt Morgan's not the legal man. That's longer than a four. That's longer than a four. Come on. No way. Come on. Yeah, Matt that was suplexing. No, no way. One, two, thank you. The referee should not have allowed that. Yeah, he lost control of this quick. Maybe he was excited about the tweaking of the nipple. I don't know. Hernandez now got Joey Ryan up on the show. Oh, that was vicious. Shoulder buster. And Hernandez. God damn. That was a nice headbutt. Matt Morgan yep. coming back in the ring again. Now count it here. One, two, three, four, five. Where's the right? Well, there goes Chavo drop kicking Matt Morgan. And Hernandez. This, this is a great tag team match. I haven't seen a tag team match this good in a while. Awesome. Awesome match. He's letting a lot of liberties go here. Joey Ryan just got nailed. Hernandez tags off to Chavo. Ryan is still the legal man. Chavo was going up. And oh. there's the Eddie Guerrero splash and the pin. One, two, two. Wait, hold on. Wasn't that a three? Yeah, almost. The referee's Wasn't like. That a three? What? Okay, now, I could have sworn that was a three. I could have sworn he came down with the three after this is a little extracurricular. Chavo Guerrero trying to press him Oh, no, 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 no. Come on. It looks like this is being thrown out. I could have sworn. Here comes Supermax. Ouch. One of these times, he's not going to hit that, and he's going to end up in a wheelchair. Yeah. Now, when the referee, I'm, I'm going to go back here real quick, ladies and gentlemen. I have the opportunity to go back on an instant replay, a power replay right here. And then we'll go back live. I want to go back. I want to see this again. Here's the splash. One, two, three, and then he gets pulled out. That was a three count. The referee counted three. He counted three. Did the ref. Yes. Yes. And it looks like via DQ, you were right. Our champions retained, but I'll tell but you. Here's the thing. If you're on four, here's the count. One, two, three. 
That's three. Now, if you're on four down and you made your pick for a pinfall tonight and you don't get your point, you've got a legitimate beef. Well, Chavo is selling it like crazy that he's hurt. I mean, he's selling it. I mean, Matt Morgan. Sensational Sean says it wasn't a pinfall. It was two. The ref counted three before he got pulled. Hmm. Well, they're not going to they're not going to acknowledge that. It could have been a botch, but his hand was not on the mat due to positioning himself. His hand, his hand was on the mat to make the count. 1 2 and 3. Now, Jeremy Borash here. That match is over. Let's go talk about something else. Jeremy Borash is uh tweeting. He's twittering on his iPhone here. Well, let's you know what we're going to do right now, ladies and gentlemen? We're going to take our first commercial break. That's a great idea. I've got Jim Ross here with me. No, the power Andy Knowles calling it, doing play-by-play. Can you believe it? The power back, unreal, one night only. With that being said, we'll be right back, right here with Sunday Night Showdown on the SNS Radio Network. What's up? It's Johnny Devine, and you're listening to Sunday Night Showdown right here on the SNS Radio Network, maggot. WrestlingOnline.com, the official news source of Wrestling News Live. You're looking for the latest news in the world of MMA and professional wrestling. Log on to www.wrestling-online.com and sign up for the largest and longest-running newsletter on the Internet today with over 26,000 subscribers and over 3,000 issues. And the best part, just like WNL, it's free! Once again, that's www.wrestlingonline.com. Hey guys, it's Mr. Money on the Mic, JJ, all caps, sexay of the SNS Radio Network. If you're looking for the latest news in professional wrestling and, of course, some of the best columns on the World Wide Web today, visit headlocks2headlines.com. That's headlocks, the number two, headlines.com. It's the official news site of the SNS Radio Network. You should make it your official news site as well. Once again, triple W dot headlocks to headlines dot com. What's up, guys and gals? Sensational sequel, sensational Sean, right here with you. You can catch myself and actually, yes, that is his name, on the open book every Friday night at 11 p.m. Eastern Time. You'll catch us doing. Video games, the open book, fantasy, EFET, and movie and entertainment news. So check us out every Friday at 11 p.m. Eastern Time at snsradionetwork.com. Come check us out.
The following is a public service announcement from Wrestling News Live. Reasons not to marry a porn star. Did you hear the news that uh, Tito Ortiz was arrested for domestically abusing his uh, his girlfriend, Jenna Jameson? No, he probably tried to fuck her. It was like throwing a hot dog down a hallway, and he just said, What the fuck? Where have you been? Slap! <laughs> that reminds me of the quote from Triple H a couple years back. When he said, you know, even a 747 looks uh, small flying in the Grand Canyon. I mean, how can you, in all honesty, be a person not in the porn industry married to a porn star and be okay with it? <laughs> you know what? I'd have a serious problem with that. I mean, let's say she's got an early shoot. She gets up, she washes her pussy and goes to work. <laughs> then you wake up, and while you're eating pancakes, she's fucking somebody else while you walk to the mailbox to get the mail she's fucking somebody else when you come inside and turn on the tv and have a cup of tea she's fucking somebody else then she's having lunch while you're taking a nap in your lazy boy she comes back from lunch and punches in and starts fucking somebody else <laughs> Then she comes home, you tell the bitch that you want dinner, she makes you something in the microwave and goes to bed, and you're jacking off because she spent all day fucking somebody else. <laughs> you're having tea, she's getting tea bagged. <laughs> oh, I love this show. This has been a public service announcement brought to you by the good folks at Wrestling News Live. Orgullosamente Latino hasta la muerte y después Worldwide Latino Pride The Ambassadors of Violence LAX, K-Dog, the notorious 187 Homicide We be so big Bang, da, bang, da, bang, bang Don't say nothing Bang, da, bang, da, bang, bang We be so big Bang, da, bang, da, bang, bang Just act like you know And hold me stop all right, welcome back to Sunday Night Showdown right here, obviously, on the SNS Radio Network. Myself, the Bronx father, Tony Mirabella, along with the returning. Yes, the Northern Command is live and well. The power, Andy Knowles power. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. A great TNA pay-per-view so far. And great to be back working with you again. Same here, my friend. I, I've, I've missed you. Well, there's a lot of people that haven't missed me in uh, in the world of professional wrestling radio, and they better just keep praying that I don't come back because I can make a lot of people's lives very, very miserable. But we got a great match here. We've got the Bully Ray Austin Aries match. And you know something? I never realized exactly how tall Bully Ray is because he stands almost head-to-head -head with Hogan. And Hogan is sitting up about 6'8". Yeah, and I mean, you know, I don't know if you know how this is this all started, but apparently Bully Ray is having a little bit of fun with Brooke Hogan. Well, then that's Brooke Hogan's right if, you know, if she's got a thing for guys in chains. I'm not going to I'm not going to come out here and 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 start bad-mouthing Brooke Hogan if she's got a thing for guys in chains. You know, if 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 Hulk's got a problem with it, you know he can, you know he can uh, put the tights back on and go after. But wow, what a slap by Austin Aries! Well, I mean, I, I never would have thought that you would have saw Bully Ray as, as kind of the baby face in this. Austin Aries, obviously, going back to doing what he does best, and I prefer him as a heel. You know, just being a complete ass, and 
He's been talking a lot of dirt on Brooke Hogan. Bully Ray wants to defend Brooke Hogan's honor. Hogan not happy at all that Brooke is, quote, unquote, dating a wrestler. And, you know, people have made comparisons between this and the AJ Lee, John Cena angle in WWE. It's kind of to quote the late, great JSK. It's the same, but different. Yeah, you know, this Bully Ray... This man, since his time in the WWE, he's, he must have packed on at least about 25 pounds of muscle because he is looking in, in the best shape that I can recall him ever being in. Oh, I agree. I mean, definitely he's in good. Even Devon, even Devon looks like he's gotten himself in shape. And that was a criticism of both those gentlemen for a long time that they, they never really were in shape. But, yeah, Bully Ray looking good. Good for and, him. I, I can't I can't say enough. It really it speaks to you know, people say, you know, Bully Ray is, is kind of a jackass when he's you know when he's out of the ring, but you know, you, you can't take away anybody who lifts weights and, and, and I know firsthand, uh and nobody knows more about lifting weights on the power, but you know, back in my day, I mean I was nowhere near as big as this guy, but you know, it, it really is a strong testament for a guy who's been in this business for so long to sort of change his work ethic and go in a different direction. It it's it's great good for him. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I, I've been enjoying Bully Ray's. I, I enjoyed his heel push, and now he's kind of more switched over to the babyface role, but still arrogant, still being himself. And uh, I like it. I like, you know, this match, it's interesting because I'm wondering if we're going to see, you know, they ask you on four down interference. I'm wondering if Brooke or Hogan gets in, uh, Brooke or her dad gets involved in this because Hogan is just seething that his daughter is, again, quote unquote, dating a wrestler. And and I, oh, I, but I got a problem with that. You know, that's not Hulk's. I can understand that, you know, for as a lot of people know. Um, and, and we couldn't talk about it, and, and I know I'm, I'm really letting go here when there's a great match going on here with Austin Aries in control, but, you know, back on back on November 20th, we, we finally got the adoption papers filled, and, and uh, you can see a picture of uh, Princess Power on, uh, on my Facebook page, and we got the adoption official. And so now that I am officially the father of a daughter, you know, I'm a, I'm a father to a little girl, I have to tread a little lightly. I, yeah, there might be some tendency to want to be protective, but at the end of the day, when you know Princess Power is eighteen and she's out doing her own thing, I, there's going to be very little that I can say. All I can hope to do, and if you're the father of a little girl, you'll know this. All I can hope to do is be the best role model I can be, so she makes the right choices. And you know, it's the same thing with this Hogan Brooke affair. You know, Hogan isn't exactly the poster boy for, you know, being father of the year. Right. <laughs> Not any stretch of the imagination. So, you know, for, for a guy, you know, divorced and, and, and screwing around with Bubba the Love Sponge's uh, uh, wife on camera and all these other things that are going on, you know, he's hardly in a position to, to give any advice. Well, I mean, it's all storyline. I won't even get into Bubba the, scub, the Scum Sponge. I mean, I, I don't even want to get into that. It's just like... You know, that whole thing, it's storyline. And I and you know what, man, you say that now. You say that with a straight face. And, and kudos to you. Kudos to you for adopting a little girl. Congratulations. I give you all the credit in the world for stepping up, being a man like I know you are. But you say that now, man. But you know what? 
if it's 18 and, and your little girl comes home <laughs> with a thug, you know, it almost reminds me. Do you remember Family Ties when she was dating that biker dude? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember that. You know, you, you don't know. But quick picks in this match. Um, oh, oh, this is a tough one. Yeah, isn't it? Tough one. I yeah yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Um. <sighs> did these two wrestle on Impact? I did not catch Impact this past week. Did these two wrestle on Impact? No, but they talked a large amount of shit. Who got the worst of it at the end? Oh, gee, I, I think it was kind of equal. It was Bully Ray going to Hogan and basically saying, you still don't trust me. You still don't trust me. Give me this match. Hogan didn't want to give Bully Ray this match, but Brooke came out and basically said, look, Daddy, this is my choice. You should give this match. I'm not a little girl anymore, blah, blah, blah. And Hogan, of course, like any good dad does, uh, I'm going to give it to Austin Aries. I just, I'll, I'm going to give it to Austin Aries. Why the hell not? <laughs> the man's too arrogant. He deserves the win. I, he's going to get, he's going to get the, oh, 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 off of the turnbuckle. And oh man, there, see, taking too much time again. Ladies and gentlemen, I am going to preach this until I am deader than Elvis. These guys take way too much time, and now Austin and Austin Aries taking way too much time. If you're gonna go up for a move, something high impact, you better get up there and get it done. Well, and now Austin Aries getting hung up by his head. After I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree. I'm gonna go with Bully Ray just because it'll piss off Hogan. Okay. I I think at the end of the day, it's going to give Bully Ray even more ammunition to say, I defended your daughter's honor, you know, and I have a right to pretend that she doesn't look exactly like you and do what I want. So, you know what? I'm, I'm behind this microphone, so I can say pretty much anything I want to and get away with it. But Bully Ray's an idiot for wrestling in that chain. He's an, you know, a Jesse Ventura reference here for a moment. If, if you're the heel, why not go after the chain? Why not go after it? Uh, you know, oh, Austin Aries just got met with a freight train of a foot, and that, that could end it. One, two. How did Austin Aries kick out of that boot God. to the foot on a straight run? How did he do that? For the love of God. God, that was brutal. Austin Aries, basically, for those who are not watching. Oh, they just showed the replay on it. For those not listening to our, to, to for those who are not watching the pay-per-view and listening to our golden voices, um, what happened was Bully Ray was basically on the outside. Austin Aries comes running in and Bully Ray sticks out the foot and Austin Aries goes oh. splat. Oh, but Austin Aries came back with a decent crucifix. Both men tired now. Austin in the corner going for something. Bully Ray's in trouble. Oh, drop kick. Drop kick. Austin Aries in control. Looking for, once again, taking too much time. If you're going to hit something, hit it. Bully Ray. Oh. 3D. Well, I guess it's half a D, right? It's one and a half D if only one of them's doing it. Right. Yeah, one and a half D. That's the new a lot of time to get for the pin here. One, two, and Austin Aries foot on the rope. 
Damn. Oh. Is this tonight kill your opponent night for TNA? It must be, because I'm telling you, yeah, if I were oh, Austin with a sh- Bully Ray with a shot to the kidneys on Austin as he was in the ropes, the referee should have disallowed that one. Oh, now they want a table. Is this is this an ODQ, by the way? Um, as far as I know, no. See, the problem so, with this is he's got nobody to tell him to get the table. Except for Austin Aries, who just gave yeah, him we need <laughs> someone out there. We, we we need a fan or the referee. You know, Bully has been needs instruction. I mean, he needs instruction. He needs someone to tell him, Bully, get the tables, you know. Yeah, he needs to talk to himself, and then maybe he can answer himself back or something like that. Austin Aries trying to come up with a second win, favoring his back a little bit. He's asking for the count out. He wants to, oh, there we go. We missed the blade. Bully Ray bladed himself. We missed it. And he's well, bleeding t- pretty bad. TNA's had a, had a history of, you know, mistakenly showing guys actually blading. So kudos to doing the right camera work here. And, yes, ladies and gentlemen, we got color. We got color. By God, Bully Ray's bleeding like a government mule. He has a family, damn it. He's busting open. He's busting open. He's got a family, damn it. I can just see JJ going, oh, God, Bronx is dead. <laughs> you know, here he goes. Now he's using the chain. What did I tell you? He wears the chain. It was his own damn fault. And Austin Aries took advantage of it. I'm sorry, but I have no. That was illegal, but I have absolutely no problem. Oh, here we go. Here comes Brooke. Jesus Christ. Oh, here we go. Oh, my boyfriend's been busted open. Come on, Brooke. Yes, yeah, it's blood, Brooke. Like, you haven't seen that before. My boyfriend's red, and I'm coming to the ring. Hey, la, hey, la. Wait a minute now. Austin now putting his hands on Brooke. Now, wait a minute. Okay, Hulk will be down here any minute. It's blood, honey. Your husband has no, there is no reason for this. Absolutely no reason. All Brooke has to do is roll out. She's buying time for Hogan to come down. Please don't hit me. Please don't hurt me. Please stay away from me. I'm only Hulk Hogan's daughter. Has she oh, put on God. some weight? Don't 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 let Hogan come down and pull the eighties, yeah. brother. Please no. The guy has more metal in his back than goddamn Wolverine. No, please. What did I say? What did I say was gonna happen? It's only gonna take one time. You know, I hate being right. It, oh, it yeah. really hurts me to be right. But you wear that stupid chain and you set yourself up for stuff like this. Goddamn bully is bleed. Uh, here, uh, here he comes. Bleed, yeah, bleed all over. Yeah, bleed all over her. I'm sure she'll appreciate that. I and think I say Hogan's shirt is, in fact, badass. I'll give him credit for it. It's about time, Hulk. Are you okay, honey? Please. Yep, she bully. was She was in the ring and she lost half her outfit. But Hogan is leading her out of the ring. She had no business. Now here comes Austin. Here comes Austin. Low blow. And the ref didn't see it. One, two, three. Oh, man, I'm telling you, I hate being right. Ugh. Oh. You're killing me tonight. There is something to be said for being right. Well, I mean, you know, and here's the thing. Hogan not having any appreciation for Bully Ray, who lost this competition, not having any, you know, appreciation that he was really trying to to, to protect Brooke. And this just puts Austin Aries over as a bigger asshole. 
Absolutely. You're gonna, you're not going to hear the end of this come next Thursday. Bully Ray, you you wear the chain and bad things happen to you. Well, I mean, and the other thing is, if we can go by the storylines, the blood shouldn't have bothered Brooke because it's not like she hasn't exchanged body fluids with Bully before. Oh! Like she's never seen blood before. But then, but then again, yeah, I was going to go somewhere with that, but I'm not going to. <laughs> I, have, I have to be very, very careful what I say here. But if she has, the, the, the fact that she has never seen blood before, I find just totally. Oh, by the way, I met, while, while we've got the three wise men talking here, <laughs> while we've got the three wise men talking, Power Pack at dinner tonight said something very profound. I, the, I had told them, you know, I was, gonna, I was coming on tonight and I was co-hosting SNS and they were really excited. They, they wanted to see how this works. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So I invited them into the, into the living room here and, then, and they're watching the pay-per-view with me. Power Pack said something very profound he said, we were talking about Damian Sandow, and he told me that Damian Sandow reminded him of Jesus. Okay. He looks like Jesus, and he talks like Jesus. And I thought to myself, you know, that is just, that is so profound to come out of the mouth, you know, of a, of a 13-year-old boy. It really is. How, how, where did you come up with this? Like, like, just, I mean, just look at her. When I was, when I, when I was with mom, when I was watching a documentary, because she was just alone, and I came to join her for a little bit, and well, she was just watching TV, and then I looked at, I looked at what Jesus probably would look like, and I said, huh, that looks like Damien Sandow. So Jesus looks like Damien Sandow. Yes. I'm sure Damien Sandow. Thank you very and much. With the Daniel Bryan beard, and you know. <laughs> With the Brian Daniel, yeah, with the Brian Danielson beard and everything, absolutely. And he always talks about Jesus. There you go. So, 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 Damian Sandow is Jesus. Wow. <clears throat> Jesus oh, was a wrestler my. too. Now, 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 now right. I want you to calm down. Hold on, I want you to calm down because this is the match you've been waiting for. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Victoria and uh, what is this? Robbie E. What is this? Who is this guy? Hang on. I, I I can never remember his name. Never. But I'll tell you one thing. This guy looks like he's had a few needles in his ass because wow, is he freaking jacked to the freaking moon? Holy shit! And I can't hear what Tara's saying. Thank God. This is a huge, huge opportunity for Mickey James to get back the Knockouts Championship, and if he's going to be at ringside, I, uh, I don't fare well. It doesn't fare well for Mickey James if he's going to be at ringside unless she's bringing somebody down. And it's great to see Velvet Sky. It's great to see Trey's girl back. I'm glad to see that she re-signed. I, I really don't want to see. The only way that I would want to see Velvet Sky in the WWE is with Angelina Love and as a tag team. That's the only way I'd want to see it. Well, somebody in chat, give me this douchebag's name, please. Oh, for the record, the uh, the the Power Pack and Power Red are not listening to SNS. They are in fact watching the pay per view, so they are not hearing what is transpiring here uh, on the program. So, in case <laughs> in case you're wondering, <laughs> but no, that. That was interesting, though. I, it, it's, it, it's incredible to me what children come up with when they see these larger-than-life characters. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know. 
Hardcore Country's return, Mickey James. Another great opportunity for her. I'm telling you, a WWE rematch here, Victoria and Mickey James. Hollywood uh, power couple. I, I, that really doesn't. The only thing that could happen here that keeps that belt around Victoria is if Monkey Boy interferes. That's the only way I see this happening. Well, his name is Jesse. Oh, his name is Jesse? Yes, okay. Jesse. Oh, 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 isn't that nice? Well, I hope Mickey James gives gives him a kick upside the head. See, now we're going with the legs now. What is it? We know what she looks like, TNA. You don't have to keep showing me. She's got legs. She knows how to use them. She is hot, though. I saw here's, her first. Here's the woman who on the Pro Wrestling Rewind called me the sexiest, the sexiest man in all of professional wrestling radio, Mickey James, coming to the ring. And well, you she, have to remember she doesn't wear she doesn't wear her glasses when she wrestles. So she looks she looks absolutely tremendous. Only only Mickey James could make overalls. Okay, so we got we got Monkey Boy here and Victoria. Well, that's not that's not a bad idea. Get him. Oh yeah, like you're not the only one in DNA with muscles. Oh wow, well, Mickey looks. Woo. Yeah, doesn't doesn't Mickey ah. look tremendous tonight? Damn. Maurice wishes on her best day she looked half that good. And here's Jesse being his fabulous self. This is this is a hard one for me because I really want to see Mickey James pick this title back up, and I couldn't think of a better time to be back on the network, back on a program, SNS Radio Network, this match right here. You know, they wanted, ladies and gentlemen, the powers that be wanted to go to commercial during this break and i made it abundantly clear that if i was going to come back we were going to give you this match in its entirety well i mean it was in the contract you know i mean i i sent you the contract and you signed it and, and it was specifically ladies and gentlemen written in the power andy Knowles contract that we could not go to commercial break during this match no and i'll tell you right now i'm going to say this this i may be wrong but i'm t- i've got to take mickey to win the title tonight what what a great now who's the referee here i don't recognize this girl who's this oh god I, i'm so terrible with names i think she's Tar- is it taryn terrell I, I can never get names right but she, she is referee or she referees the the women's matches here in tna and she is smoking hot as is mickey as is tara for a gal her age this- but i'm gonna i'm gonna say this now I do not agree with bringing someone back and having them win a title without climbing that ladder. But just with Tara and, I mean, this guy is, to me, the biggest douche. I mean, he should be sold, you know, behind the counter at CVS. This guy, Seriously. You know, to have, you've got to hang with a knockout to get yourself over. Uh, you, you, really, he should be ashamed. He's using a knockout to get himself over. And and that's really, uh, I, I don't even want to go there. Victoria has Mickey James at a headlock right now. Mickey James looking to get out and a nip up, and she gets out. Mickey is really doing quite well, although she just got kicked to the stomach. Victoria twisting the arm. We haven't seen much from Monkey Boy here. I have I have Mickey as well. I have a feeling she wins that title tonight. I hope so, because I'm just like, it's not Tara that bothers me. I'm a fan of Tara. I just can't stand. Monkey Boy is perfect. I mean, 
you know what, what happens to Monkey Boy after this match if Victoria loses the match and loses the belt? What what happens to Monkey Boy if he's the cause of the loss? Well, I mean, you know, perhaps his supply of HGH is you know diminished, and <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, really. Now, I don't agree with that pulling of the hair. What Mickey James is doing, I do not agree with this. That's, I don't think she's that desperate this far into the map that she needs to, and the ref has absolutely every right to get on Mickey's case. Now, this I got a problem with. Now, Mick, you got Monkey Boy up there talking to Victoria. He's serving no purpose, absolutely none. Oh, now we're going to get a kiss now. Thank you, Mickey James, and the roll-up, and oh, and the bridge one. Two. Oh, that was way too early for something like that. I got to leave this to you because you're married. I mean, I have to say that <laughs> Mickey is, I mean, I don't know who picked that wardrobe. but For some reason, I find that extremely hot. It's country and sexy at the same time. Wow. You know, it's one of the, one of the best interviews I ever had, and I wish we could have had her on for longer, was Mickey James on the Rewind. And uh, I've had the opportunity, you know, to, to interview, you know, I, I generally don't like, never like doing interviews on the Rewind. There had to be something special, you know, going on or a special person to have interviews. But, you know, everybody has a bucket list and, and Mickey James was definitely on mine. And, and it was great to have that opportunity. She was a class act for the, you know, for the 30 plus minutes that, uh, that we had to talk to her. And she was really a great sport. And, and she, in Victoria too, I don't have, you know, the boys right now are watching this pay-per-view. Mickey taking way too long on that DDT if she's going to try to hook it. And there comes Monkey Boy. Monkey Boy pulling out Victoria. That You know, I, I really don't have a problem with either of my boys watching this match. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's not like the, the, these girls are going to get naked in the ring. And, you know, th this guy. Th when is the referee? Oh, here we go again. Another hug. Another ki Oh, my God. This sickens me. He's, so Monkey Boy's looking Boom. at He's going to try something here. Monkey Boy's looking to try something, and Mickey's going to get distracted, and there it happened. Yeah, I mean, this guy just reminds me of, I mean, wow. I, I Yeah, I mean, this angle with, with this guy is just, and it's, don't get me wrong, it's doing what it's supposed to do. It's annoying yeah, me, yeah. Yeah. so kudos to them. But. Yeah, but the referee is really losing control here. I don't even think, is she counting? I can't even tell. Victoria having a wardrobe malfunction with the back of her outfit. Uh, yeah, it's going places that it was never meant to go, folks. <laughs> Victoria in control of this match. Mickey James having a rough go of it. She really hasn't been able to put a, 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 a string out. There's again with the hair. Three, four. Oh, man, if you guys aren't seeing the view of Tara right now, I got to say, God bless this woman for the shape she is in. I, I, Probably one of the two of the best females in the business here. You know, I don't want to be a complete pig. Yeah. But I mean, the hotness level oh, of this. Victoria trying for the widow's peak. Mickey reverses it. And where's the ref? One, two, three. She could have had the match won. Damn. Mickey could have had this match won. And now here we go, Victoria. This might do it here. Airplane spin back and down. One, two. Oh, and Mickey. Wow. I thought that was going to be the end of it. Mickey needs to get her a man. She needs to get her a man to come out there and counteract. I'm married. I'm married. I, I, can't, I, I can't leave yeah. my new family to go down there. I'm, I'm sorry, Mickey. I, I just can't do it. 
Yeah, I mean, we, you'll, we, have, we, you'll we, have to we, find somebody else. I'm sorry. You know, we wouldn't want you to do a run-in in the higher powers. Oh, oh, I couldn't. I just couldn't do it. No, that can't happen. I mean, that's, you know, but I mean, seriously, this guy is like, look, I don't get it. He's on the apron flexing. Why would that distract the referee? I mean, just ignore him like everyone else is and has been since Absolutely. his debut. Mickey hasn't been too terribly crisp in this match. I, You know, the overalls might be a little bit constricting. She's having some problems getting some moves off the it's an awkward choice i mean she looks great but it's it's not she's coming back with some shots to the head now victoria pushing her off the ropes and mickey with a clothesline and another clothesline victoria finally reeling here maybe mickey trying to put it together victoria's down but once again taking a little bit of time trying to get a breather yeah the overalls may not have been the uh, the best choice here. Oh, there's the kick. There's another one. Here we go. Here comes the third. There you go. Victoria's down, but Mickey James is too tired to capitalize on it. Well, I got no problem with the overalls. I mean, you know, it's like WWE had said that at one time Mick, Mickey wasn't in shape. She was fat. I mean, she's just she's a she's a thick gal i mean come on she's in shape i mean you know she's very very much in shape you you can be you know five one five two and be you know and and be of a uh, you know have a lower center of gravity and be a little bit thicker but be in tremendous shape i am only five eight and 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 i am a very thick person it's just it's just the way my body is and some people are like that and you look at some guys Okay, now Monkey Boy here holding Victoria. Mickey James going up to the top rope. Victoria on the floor with the Luthez press. Now here comes here comes Monkey Boy. He looks like he's going to try something. Maybe not. Oh so, God, kill me! The ref is going to try. You know why isn't? See, here's the problem: is the referee's getting distracted by Monkey Boy here. Mickey's going to try to get back in the ring. Here, here we go. Here we go. Oh! Mickey nails him. Yes. Mickey nails him, but Victoria, that might have cost her right here. Widow's Peak, if she can get it, she got it. She got it. I'm going to go. I'm going to lose one match here. One, two, and three. And Victoria retains the Knockouts Championship. But Monkey Boy did. I'll tell you, Monkey Boy did his job, for better or for worse. He got Mickey distracted. I thought that maybe, maybe... Mickey might have had it. Well, there you go. My first one. Fuck. My first loss tonight. <laughs> As we're, you know, fighting to try to keep our number one spot on 4down.org, we are the number one group. But Mickey and came out and gave it a tremendous, a tremendous try. I'm not going to, you can't say anything bad, but she really, she was okay tonight. She, it, it might have been the overalls. I don't know, but she just wasn't as crisp. As uh, as before, the tag team champions, of course, retaining earlier tonight. We had Austin Aries winning. We had James Storms winning in a in a, an impromptu match. Well, this, I mean, Jeffy did his job tonight. You know. Okay, I mean, will you go get a room, please? Yeah, go get a room. Oh, yeah, it's like, so, if you need to go away to cover your kids' eyes. I, I don't blame you because this is like really sickening jeremy crash uh, must be must be tweeting his girlfriend or something because at least the first commentator i've ever seen that has his iphone securely planted in his hand 
Yeah, JB always always got that iPhone. Is that, that an iPhone 5? I, I don't know what it is, but I want to get something straight here. What was TNA's, TNA's official decision on the tag team match? Was they retained by DQ? I I'm would assume call, so, yeah. I'm going to call shenanigans because that was a three count, and they retained by pinfall. Here's Bobby Roode. Wow. Well, it's not pinfall in the storyline, so they're never going to go with that. So, you know. Bobby Roode is the Tully Blanchard of the new millennium. Wow. This really? this man, oh, absolutely. This man is by far, when I look at this man, I see Tully Blanchard in his prime in the mid-80s being as bad as he wants to be, talking as much smack as he wants, and, and getting the job done. And really the only difference between him and Blanchard was that Blanchard never won the NWA World Heavyweight title. Well, my thing with Bobby Roode is, you know, James Storm went through hell, went through high water to get the title shot. And then what happened was Bobby Roode came on impact, talked crap about James Storm's family and even his kids. And like any man would, he defended their honor, putting his title shot on the line, causing Bobby Roode to go over. And now, of course, tonight we have Bobby Roode versus Jeff Hardy for the TNA World Heavyweight Championship. And my opinion on, on this match is, and I'm, I don't want to do this. Hell with it, I'll give it out early. You know what? Jeff, as far as I know, still hasn't signed a contract. You've got to shit or get off the pot, Jeff. And if you're not, I think you got to strip that belt. You can't take a chance that Jeff Hardy is going to depart to WWE and you're going to have to rush to decide what you're going to do with that belt like they had to do when Devon didn't resign and held the TV title. You've got to, to, to send a message to this guy. You either sign with us or you can't have that belt. I'm sorry. Well, you mean have, have the TNA World Heavyweight Championship or have his own custom-made belt? Because he can have that own, his own custom-made belt and take that anywhere he wants. I don't think anybody cares about that. I think what people care about is the TNA World title. Well, he's carrying both now, which I think is completely stupid. I mean, I've never liked that, that idiotic belt he has. It's ugly. It's disgusting. I mean, it should be one belt for whoever has it. I've never been a fan, even back in the day, whether it was Austin, Cena, the world title is a symbol of the company, not the man who holds it. And you should not have a customized belt. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you can, you can make an argument and say, well, Stone Cold, you know, John Cena, you know, any number of people who've had their own custom-made belts. I mean, hell, you go back into the, the mid-'70s, you want to go back. You know, Terry Funk at the time was, was not the reigning NWA World Heavyweight Champion, but, champion, but had a belt and went around booking himself as the champion when he was squarely not the champion. So, you know, it's, it's not the first time where we've seen belts made for people, but I, I tend to agree it takes something away from the championship when a wrestler seems to need their own specific title trophy. Yeah, no, you know? definitely. And, and you talk about, you know, title trophies like the, the Internet Championship. You know, you've got whoa, 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 running out with his internet championship, and and when has the WWE ever recognized it? And, and I think that would be, you know, th that could be now in this age of the internet, that could be a legitimate title. And I love that title. It's even in WWE 13, and and I I 
I like that title. I like the look of it. Yeah, it could definitely be, especially the way WWE and TNA are pimping out Twitter and Facebook. Sure. Why, why not? You know, back in the days, in the late 70s and early 80s, you'd have that television championship and you'd put it on guys that you wanted to push, you wanted to promote, and that way on your TV programs where you had squash, ma- squash matches, you'd have a title match. Well, why not do the same? Of course, nobody in WWE creative or, or TNA creative, for that matter, is, is really intelligent enough to, to come up with something like this. But why not have that Internet championship and have it Internet only and, and defend it there? It'd be a great title for NXT. Why not? The million-dollar title. We had uh, uh, absolutely uh, Anthony Farley talking about Ted DiBiase in the million-dollar belt. You know, that was a created championship, not sanctioned. A creative title and it and it had been defended on pay-per-views yeah i mean obviously you know virgil was the first i believe to win that um that million dollar belt from ted dibiase so yeah i mean and, and it was I, I get what people are saying but i've still never been a fan of it i just don't think a guy needs a custom title it, it, it yeah. diminishes the value of said title speaking of things that i don't really think you know, need to be happening. This aces and eights thing, I think, has really run its course. I, I'm not a fan of this. I'll be very honest with you. I really could care less what happens to these guys. Um, the NWO, they are not. Um, you know, I we're going to have an eight man tag here with Samoa Joe, Kurt Angle. That looks like uh, that looks like Bischoff's son there. And is that uh, is that Ultra Magnus in the background? I can't I can't tell. Against uh, the Aces and Eights, you've got uh, Brother uh, brother Devon. That looks like Luke Gallows and two other nobodies. Who is that in the blue trunks there? And uh, the ponytail. Who is have, that? We have Kurt Angle, Samoa Joe, Garrett Bischoff, and Wes Briscoe. Oh, okay. And, what? and there's been speculation there's been talk it's been going on for months that briscoe is part and maybe even bischoff of aces and eights and i have a feeling we're going to see some huge shenanigans in this match yeah i this uh, in all honesty ladies and gentlemen if you were going to go and have a urine break and that would be the time to take it i don't really see much going on in this match it's going to be at all oh yep briscoe okay well it's good to know who he is he has it firmly on his tights so we know who West we know who West Briscoe is. He knows who he is because he puts his name on his tights. Who am I? I'm West Briscoe. There I am. Now Kurt Angle trying to talk strategy with Samoa Joe, and that's you might as well be talking to a brick wall. Well, I mean, you're not going to get strategy with Joe. What you're going to yeah, exactly? Hey, no, Joe, I want you to get him in the corner, and and we'll kick the crap out of him, and then you tag out to me. Oh, and he actually he actually got him to to step out. That was amazing. Yeah. Oh, oh my word. This has been a great night here. Sunday night showdown. I, I'm having a really a tremendous time coming back. It's this has just been so much fun. I can't thank you and, and Trey and JJ enough for this. This has been tremendous. Well, it's my pleasure, but you know what? We're going to we're going to as this match begins, I think it's time now where we will come back. This match is going to go on for a bit, so I'll tell you what. You're not going to miss anything here. Let's take a brief commercial break, and we'll be right back with this match and our predictions.
So everybody stay tuned. Sunday night showdown, TNA's final pay-per-view of the year right here on the SNS Radio Network. Christopher Daniels and the gospel according to the fallen angels says that you are listening to the SNS radio network. His charm is so contagious, vaccines have been created for it. Years ago, he built a city out of blocks. Today, over 600,000 people live and work there. He is the only man to ever ace a Rorschach test. Every time he goes for a swim, dolphins appear. Alien abductors have asked him to probe them. If he were to give you directions, you'd never get lost, and you'd arrive at least five minutes early. His legend precedes him, the way lightning precedes thunder. He is... J.J. The most interesting man in the world. He has amassed an incredibly large DVD library, and it is said that he never once alphabetized it. If he were to mail a letter without postage, it would still get there. When it is raining, it is because he's thinking about something sad. The pheromones he secretes have been known to affect people miles away in a slight but measurable way. He once punched a magician. That's right, you heard me. His blood smells like cologne. His hands feel like rich brown suede. JJ He is the most interesting man in the world. I don't always drink beer, but when I do, I listen to Wrestling News Live. Stay thirsty, my friends. Stay thirsty. Each and every midweek with Chuck W. And each weekend with William Walkie Walker and Mindwipe. Exclusively on the SNS Radio Network and the Chris Jones Gaming Network. Yeah. This is going to be fun.
not getting enough TNA wrestling? It's time to join TNAondemand.com. The place to access over 300 hours of classic TNA programming. 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. TNAondemand.com is the ultimate resource for pay-per-views and exclusive TNA programming. Log on to gain instant access to every TNA DVD ever released. Go to TNAondemand.com to get started right now. I'm a creek swimming, moonshine sipping, beer skinning, beer drinking, Johnny Cash listening. This is Cowboy James Storm, and you're listening on the SNS Radio Network. And if you don't like that, sorry about your damn luck. Back on the flagship Sunday night showdown, the power Andy Knowles on the Bronx father, Tony Mirabella here. TNA's final resolution pay-per-view, the last pay-per-view of TNA for the year, and we still have the eight-man tag debacle going on, T. And uh, we have, uh, who do we have here? I think that's Luke Gallows. And uh, Luke Gallows and his tattoos going on, uh, going against uh, uh, Samoa Joe and his shorts from uh, 1983. Wow. This really, this this tag team match, there has been nothing really in this tag team match to interest me at all. Not not one single solitary thing has drawn me. You know, we've had a great pay-per-view up until now. And, you know... Been gone for six months. I'm going to tell you what I, ladies and gentlemen, whether you like it or not, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to tell you what I think about this aces and eights bit. This is, this doesn't work anymore. Okay, maybe this worked back in the 80s. Maybe this worked back in the 90s. It doesn't work now. It's overkill. It means nothing. Nobody cares about these guys. The, the two of these four guys that got the masks could could go away tomorrow and. I'm not going to lose sleep over it. So I, I, I really, I hate to be down on a match on this tremendous pay-per-view card, but uh, there is nothing endearing about this match to save it. Well, it needs, you know, Aces and Eights needs a shot in the arm. I mean, first we got Devon, who was the reveal to be the first basically unmasked member. And I'm like, okay. Then we had Doc, who was the second guy to be unmasked for Aces and Eights. And I'm like, okay. You know, what I think will save this match tonight is we're going to see a turn. Now, whether it's Briscoe and Garrett or one or the other, I, I think just, you know, if you haven't seen it, Kurt Angle is real high on West Briscoe. West Briscoe, of course, winning the gut check on TNA and becoming a full-fledged member of the roster, quote-unquote, and Kurt Angle firmly behind him. So... If Wes ends up screwing over Kurt tonight, yeah, then this match has a purpose. If it just goes over with no turn, then I'll agree with you. But with with that being said, with the turn in mind, with the turn in mind, I have aces and eights going over tonight. I'm being told in the chat room that we apparently have lost the live audio stream, so I guess we'll uh, we'll continue to work on that. But in the meantime, we'll continue to... uh, to keep you updated here as we have one of the Aces and Eights guys uh, tagging out Samoa Joe in the corner, tagging to the uh, to the next uh, masked Aces and Eights guy. 
And, uh, you know, they got some great wrestling attire, these guys. Uh, they went down to Kmart earlier in the day and picked up their wardrobe. Samoa Joe, rock-bottoming, one of the Aces and Eights guys. On to the other Aces and Eights guys. Yeah. I mean, you know, the the whole thing about this, and, and you know, another guy who, I doubt it. You've seen Abyss portray the Joseph Parks character, have you not? Yes, I have. I, you know, I, and, and kind of, he's kind of funny, too, in a, in a Damien Sandow kind of way. Well, I'm digging the Joseph Parks character, but of course now he's not around because Hogan says, you're not a trained wrestler, so you, I can't <laughs> take the liberty of putting you on the card. But I'd almost even wonder if we see a Joseph Parks run in here tonight or even an Abyss run in because, I, like you said, without any shenanigans, this match is kind of like, okay, you know. Well, we've, we've got it now where all the wrestlers are out of the ring except for Kurt Angle and Luke Gallows, and they're wrestling. Kurt Angle had a tremendous flurry. Luke Gallows going for the choke slam and nails it. Luke Gallows talking smack to Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle rolling. Here comes uh, Briscoe with the high cross body. And then he gets kicked in the head by, I don't know, what do we call this guy? One of the Aces and Eights guys. I, I really hate this. Eric Bischoff's boy getting a shot in, and he's about to be taken down by Devon. And here comes Joe taking down Devon. So it's the domino effect here that tends to happen in these uh, in these eight-man tags. And now here comes one of the other guys who just ran into a Samoa Joe headbutt, wishing he wasn't born. And everyone in the chat, when things go south, your best bet is stop and start, refresh. Don't panic. We're, we're still here in the archive. Oh, Olympic slam by Kurt Angle. And here come the straps. They're coming down, baby. The straps, are, the straps are coming off. And the crowd's going crazy. The straps are off. And the aces and eights nobody is in the ankle lock. And Luke Gallows has a hammer. That's original. Oh, yeah, that's been. Oh, that's... here it goes. Here's the turn. Bischoff will get him with the hammer. You wait. Or Kurt, I should say Kurt Angle. Didn't I pick Kurt Angle to turn? During the break? Uh, I don't remember you saying that. Could be because I was... But he's going to get the pin here. One, two, and three against the nobody aces and eights. So I guess nobody's going to turn. Wow. My, I've just been off on picks tonight. I'm, 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 I'm dying over here. I, I don't know what this advances. I, I'm, I'm like... I... I don't know. Look, TNA, thus far, I will say this has been an awesome pay-per-view up to now. Yep. As of right now, I, 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 I don't understand what you're waiting for to pull the trigger. I mean, aces and eights, this entire goddamn angle, you need to give it a shot in the arm. We need something big, and you could have done it here, and you didn't. I, I I and, and you know I'm I'm not I'm not shitting all over this I'm I'm just saying I I don't I don't get this. Kurt Angle gets the pin one two and three, and he wins the big eight man tag. Team TNA. Eric Bischoff's boy, Briscoe's boy, Samoa Joe and Kurt Angle getting the win. All four in the ring right now. A little man love going on. And now here's Joey Bischoff, or Joey Bischoff, Jeremy Borash, excuse me. Buzzer. He doesn't have his phone. Somebody went and finally told Jeremy Borash to stop 
you know, throwing his phone out on the TV so people can see his phone number. No, God damn it. I got one. How often do I get to get over on the power? Andy Knowles. Damn it, Brass Eye. I want a buzzer. And give yourself one for being okay. late. Okay, you can give you go, you can give me that one. That's okay. AJ Styles telling it, uh, telling what he's going to do later. Yeah, I mean, you know, th- this match has really piqued my interest. You know, AJ Styles basically, if you don't know, power, he's been on a down spiral lately, a storyline down spiral. They've been stealing. You know what they've been doing? TNA is they've they've really they've been stealing this whole AJ John Cena bit. No, where they brought the girl out, and and AJ apparently was sleeping with the girl and sleeping with Dixie Carter. And I was, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I know. I I'm I'm just that was that was for dramatic effect. And if you didn't get that, if you didn't get that, shame on you. But really, this this thing, Christopher Daniels. You know, last time, last time, this time, anytime, sometime. It's it's not going to matter. We'll see this match another year from now. But these two guys. These two guys can make or break your pay-per-view irregardless what position you put them in. And this is this is going to be another great match from two guys who really are this company. And AJ's wearing a complete glove. Look at that. Yeah, he doesn't have the prostate milker. Good for him. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, this is one of those matches I could see a million times. I know storyline-wise, people are like, okay, this is it. But these two have had such epic matches, and I like AJ going into this with a level of doubt in his mind that, that he's just been, he hasn't been getting the job done lately. And I like that. I like when you've got a baby face who's conflicted and, and kind of doubting himself. So I, I look for this to be an awesome match, as yeah. always, between these two. Absolutely. I, I'm going to pick AJ. Uh, I'll pick AJ to win by pinfall. Um, I don't know if Kazarian will stick his face in there, but uh, it's, it's, and this is going to go long, too. Don't be surprised if this goes 20, 25 minutes. I got no problem with that. And I'll tell you right now, and, and my picks have been complete, utter, total, unequivocal shit tonight. But I'm going to go with, with uh, Daniels. And the reason I say that is I think if Daniels goes over, it will do nothing but further this storyline where AJ just is failing at every turn. And I actually like this. And I think AJ needs to keep failing. I think he needs to keep doubting himself. Un- <coughs> Pardon me. <coughs> Excuse me. Until one of two things happens. Either he's going to turn heel. Or you get another baby face to come along and give AJ a shot in the arm and say, look, dude, you need to get back on track. So we'll have to see where this goes. But we're going to disagree. I got Daniels. They are going through the promo right now, finishing up Christopher Daniels, AJ Styles, one final time, anytime, sometime, Miller time, about time. Right now, Christy Hemi getting ready to introduce both combatants what is that tattoo on her arm I don't know. her forearm what is that supposed to be what is it with you and tattoos i mean I, we look i just don't get it i don't have one i don't get it probably never will i could never understand the 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 fascination with marking yourself 
you know, because, you know, once it's there, unless you have the money to get rid of it, it's there permanently. And I guess I've always just found it, you know, interesting, you know, to see people that, you know, are 60 and 70 who got tattoos when they were younger and they just look so ridiculous. Nice. You know, it's like, it's like, a, a, you know, a, a, a grandmother trying to wear a tube top. It's it just, you know, at some point, you know, you just, it just doesn't work. But anyway. Well, I mean, if it means something to you, and, and that's a good segue into, of course, the Trey Dog is in the chat room, the outlaw of the IWC. Welcome, Trey. I just noticed you're my friend. Glad to have you here. But, I mean, shit, Trey has an NWO tattoo, and, and I know how much it means Let to me him. Example. Let me give you an example. AJ's tattoo. He has his, he's got the AJ on the side. Okay, I can see that, and it looks like he has some dates or... You know, probably something related to his children. Okay, that I can understand. Okay, but what I what I what I don't get is this fascination with people who put all these things all over their body. Now, you know, at some point, at some point, you're gonna stop being a professional wrestler, you're gonna stop being an entertainer, you're gonna stop being an athlete. Right, sure. And you're and you're gonna want to do something, you're gonna want to do something else. And now either you have enough money to where you don't give a damn what you do or you don't have enough money and then you're going to go someplace where you're probably not going to get a position because you got a bunch of tattoos sticking out. Just you saying. Know, I, you know, I will say this, though, real, real quick, and I'll let you respond to this because I don't want to get... It goes back to that straight edge thing. You know, CM Punk comes out, oh, I'm straight edge, yet he's got enough ink under his skin you know, to, to, to put inside about 80 big pens. <laughs> I, I would think that if somebody is, you know, true straight edge, I don't drink, I don't smoke, I don't do drugs, you know, I don't snort crack, whatever you do, then, you know, that should pertain to anything. You're not putting substances under your skin. And that's, it's just my, if you got a tattoo, hey, the, you know, God bless America. Pretty soon, Obama will be outlawing that. So you just wait and see. Oh, here we go. Now. For, if you got a tattoo, God bless you. I, I just, I'm just not into it. I'm just not. You know, as, as this match comes to its start, you know, I'd like to ask your opinion. Being I haven't spoken to you for a while. Now, now you're a happily married man, correct? I am very happily married, yes. Yes. You have children. You're, you're doing I, yep. well. And, yep. You know, wh what do you think about, woo, Ric Flair getting divorced for the fourth <laughs> Uh, oh, oh, Rick. Oh, God, Rick. Um, I, I do believe, I do believe Ric Flair has truly and most indefinitely lost his mind. <laughs> I, I, I never, ever wanted to believe it until now. But I, I really, I, you know, honestly, I feel sorry for the man. I truly do. In the same way that I feel so sorry for Hulk Hogan, because these are, you know, legends that, wrote the book on this sport in the mid-80s, the two top guys in the 80s, early 90s. And, and they, you know, maybe that's the price that you pay for being successful. You know, you're uh -huh. going to go to your grave and, and you're going to get asked whatever God you believe in, whatever, whatever harbinger to God you believe in is going to ask you, what, you know, what did you do? And, and, you know, they'll come and they'll say, well, I entertained millions of fans and I was the world heavyweight champion however times I can count, but... You know, at what price? I've, I've lost my wife, or in Ric Flair's case, wives. How much money has he lost? I just, you know, I, I personally, I, I'm, not, I'm not a get-divorced kind of guy. I'm not a, 
when the going gets rough, you know, you know, go grab a beer kind of guy. I, I never have been because, um, you know, a lot of people, you know, know that I, I don't drink alcohol. Um, I, 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 and there is a, that's a story for a whole other show, but I, I just don't see any problem that my wife and I have. We, you know, we talk out or we work out and when it's that bad and that's that tough, we just, we walk out of the room, but you know, eventually we got to get back in the same bed and you, you have those conversations. I just, I feel, I, I can't feel anything but remorse and sorrow, uh, for Ric Flair. Oh, I don't. I don't, I don't feel any sympathy for him at all. See, the bottom line is the reason the Bronx father is 35 and not married is because I know I just, I'm, I'm the type of guy who I want my Netflix, my computer, my, my private time. I bust my butt during the week. Now, now don't get me wrong, Andy. For anyone that works for you and the higher power, you know, JJ, obviously, and boom, boom. God bless you guys. I love it. I love hearing how it works when people can get in love. I know it's not for me. When you get divorced four times, there's a point where you have to look in the mirror and say, I'm just not marriage material. I'm just done. And and it really is, you know, four times. I can't even imagine what it would be like to get divorced once. Let alone for, I, I told, you know, I told my wife, you know, if, if something ever, you know, here's another thing, you know, you think about, we've got, you know, we here we are, we're talking about life and we've got this great matches, AJ Styles, Christopher Daniels match going on, but Daniels with a side headlock on AJ Styles. But, you know, you know, talking about life, you know, I'm talking about life insurance now, you know, I'm trying to get, you know, life insurance, you know, for the higher power and life insurance for myself. So if something happens, but I told my wife, I said, if something ever happened, I would I would close up shop here and and take the kids and I and I would go back out west. I would I I would go home. I would go back to Vancouver. I would I would go back to Canada in, in a heartbeat. Because they're really outside of the kids, there isn't really much, you know, holding me here if something ever happened. And I pray to God nothing ever happens to her. Because I, I, I just I just can't imagine not being with my wife. I just can't. Well, it works. I mean, for you, it works. I mean, you found that that someone, you know, and, and it happens. But I'm just saying that at the, like at AJ, the, you know, AJ Styles found that someone. He found that someone multiple times. <laughs> well, you know, uh, it, it's just I, I don't know. I mean, hey, Trey, the, a good point. Trey in the chat room made a good point. Mo- I uh, made a good point here momentarily. He said, he said, I've just got too much PP deal to give to just one woman. <laughs> and Hey, if you've got too much peepee deal to give to one woman, you know, God bless you. I, if 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 it what's if you got tattoos covered all over your body, great, you know, whatever works for you. I, you know, people think I'm some kind of right wing conspiracy theorist. That's look, whatever works for you, that's fine. You know, you have the right to do whatever you want to do, and if you want to go and put your peepee deal in in a bunch of different girls, that's fine. All right, I just I I'm I'm just not that way, and I I never will be that way. But you know what I have works for me, and what you have works for you, and that's what makes this whole great thing. That's what makes this whole America, you know, such a such a great place to live. Because wait a minute, minute. PP deal. I mean, how do you go? (laughs) Wait a minute, wait. How do you go from prostate milking to not wanting to use? Well, your kids are around. I get it, but no, the kids are in bed now. The kids are gone. Not wanting to use the word penis on the air. Oh, use peepee deal. I mean, you know, it's like you go from freaking Ozzy Osbourne to Mr. Rogers in a heartbeat. It just amazes me. 
Well, you can if you want to go and have your tattoos all over the place and, while you're drinking a beer, snorting cocaine, putting your pee-pee deal in a bunch of different girls, and hey, God bless you. I, you know, whatever works for you. That's, that's phenomenal. Speaking of phenomenal, this has been, a, a, once again, a decent match between these two. Uh, you know, AJ, oh, excuse me. What the hell can was that? Can you believe that? You burped on the air. You, I, give, you give me hell. You have the audacity to give me hell for, for, for utilizing the term pee-pee deal on well, Sunday Night Showdown, and you belch on the air for the entire global community to hear. For the first time ever, I am completely humiliated on this show. I apologize deeply to everyone involved. Brass Eye, as soon as you get a second, that is without oh, a buzzer. Oh, my goodness. AJ just suplexed Christopher Daniels onto the apron. That was scary. God, holy shit. <clears throat> just wow. This was a oh that is so dangerous. Oh that was sick. That that was one of the sickest things I've seen in a while. My god. That and here he's going to get suplexed again. Oh maybe not. Now if he gets him if he gets him suplexed to the floor. No, nah, he's not going to get it. Christopher Daniels going for a suplex on the floor and they're going to come out they're going to do it again. These guys wrestle in the ring on top of the ring around. You know what would have made this perfect if it had been an ultimate X style match. Oh! My Oh, bottom onto the apron. Wow. What's good for the goose is good for the gander here in this match. Guys, you don't need to kill each other. We're entertained already. My God, what a what a sick, a sick series of moves between these two men. So, you know, I can understand the tattoos. He's got the AJ because when he gets I you know, I figured it out. Is that you know, when he's like 80 and senile and he's not gonna know his own name, he can look in the mirror. And he can see the AJ, and he can figure out what his name is. No, when he's senile, he'll be he'll, smart. No. But, and it's big enough to where when his eyesight goes, he'll still be able to see it. No, but see, then he'll be calling himself J.A., because in the mirror, it'll be backwards. Oh, good point. You're absolutely right. Okay, well, he'll be J.A., and he'll... Oh, Christopher Daniels talking smack to a fan. I love it when wrestlers do that. Well, I mean, Chris Daniels is just, like I said again... I'm sorry, man. I don't know what it is. This is like one of my top guys in TNA. Oh, look at this. Now, here's the thing. Here's the gloves. He's got, I apologize. He's got three fingers covered and the middle finger not covered. So the middle finger, I guess that's what he's using to milk the prostate with. I would think that he would have the glove on the prostate milking finger. But apparently Christopher Daniels doesn't think he needs that. Between the prostate milking and me burping on the air, which my face is still red from, and that I'm probably going to get fired for, <laughs> this has just been a fucking train uh, wreck. Uh, this, this is unreal. This has been a fun... Oh, now we got a little gyrating going on. You know, the only thing that Christopher Daniels is missing at this point is he needs to be tweaking the nipple. If he, if he got the nipple tweaking in in this match, then he'd be all set. Two count, no big deal there. Christopher Daniels on AJ... Christopher Daniels in the corner waiting for AJ. He shot to the back. AJ down again. This is this has really been a no. Here we go with the with the pin attempt. The referee sees Christopher Daniels on the rope. This has really been a great match. Well, this match is, you know, let's see who can get the sickest move off without killing the other guy. And and that's what we've got. I mean, you know, typical, typical AJ Christopher Daniels. Unbelievable. Yeah, I'm still going to take, uh, I'll take AJ in a pinfall here. 
Well, uh, does anybody so- know? I would. Li- I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but just one quick question: Does anybody know how many times? I have two questions. A, how many times have these guys wrestled? And two, who's got the best win loss record out of the two? I would love to know that. Wow, good, good question. But you see, my thing with TNA, and and I've been saying this is, I don't like that this is hinting towards kind of maybe possibly an AJ heel turn because I'll tell you right now and I was talking to some listeners about this TNA's very heel heavy at the moment between yeah. aces and eights I, I, I would like to see AJ and this is why I think he's going to lose this match we need to get AJ really really down to where the fans are like you know, come on, dude, we love you. You got to get it back together. I think AJ has always been the face of this company. And at some point, my problem is I'm trying to figure out what baby face comes in and says, come on, AJ, you need to get it back together. You know, you can do this. You can, you can get back in it. I, I, I like the emotional story that TNA has been telling with AJ. And if they can keep it up, and I think the only way you keep it up is by having AJ lose this match and doubt himself. I don't know how much lower this guy can go, really. I mean, let's take a look. In the past few months, he's been accused of of, uh, of sleeping with Snow White, the the girl who works at the Universal Snow. What was the character? Was Snow White? Is that who it was? I can't remember who it was. Snow White or something. She was sleep. He was sleeping with Snow White, and then he was sleeping with uh, with Dixie Carter. And uh, and God only knows who else he'd been sleeping with. I, I don't know how much lower you can go. Look at the bulge and the trapezius muscle there on Christopher Daniels. He must have taken, I just noticed this, if you take a look at his left shoulder, he has a bump or a protrusion on on his left shoulder. His left, his, his It looks like he injured himself at one point. It's quite pronounced. Yeah, wow. You know, I just I, I looked at that when you said it. You're right, Chris Daniels. I mean, it doesn't seem to be bothering him. He was, he was, it was olive oil, not Snow White. That makes sense. She looks more like olive oil. Popeye. Well, I mean, you know, here's the thing. How, you know, uh, I haven't had too many females in my life I'd be willing to fight over. But how did Popeye and Brutus fight for years over the skinniest, ugliest, nastiest bitch that you could find? (laughs) I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to go there. It was 1930s cartoons, man. What did you want? What What do you think they were going to put? They're going to get a, 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 you know, get a girl looking like Velvet Sky and put her up there, and they'd be fighting over her. That would make sense. Well, I mean, you know, <laughs> Pluto fighting over Velvet Sky would make so much sense. Yeah, but see, there aren't too many things out there that would make me eat spinach. Velvet Sky is one of them. Olive oil, no. I mean, that's like you know, I, I just never understood what well, well, well i mean popeye's all fucked up as it is you know he's got swollen arms and a twisted pipe, face pipe, pipe smoking will kill you man that pipe pipe smoking will mess you oh speaking of pipe smoking while we're still into this aj match and, and christopher daniels has had a has had a headlock a chin lock here on aj for the better part of the last two and a half minutes did you see what happened in washington state now if you are a marijuana smoker ladies and gentlemen Washington State is the place for you because they legalized they legalized marijuana in Washington State. Whoa! Double cross body block and somehow AJ got bladed. I guess that must have been in the headlock, but anyway, Washington State legalized marijuana in small amounts for indoor consumption. 
And I guess uh, a whole bunch of people gathered at the bottom of the Space Needle to, uh, to light it up, as it were. Did you, did you uh, catch that? Did you miss that, Bronx? Well, I mean, you know what? If you're going to let motherfuckers go around drunk, you know, I, I just think, look, I'll put it out there, and I hope no one thinks lesser of me. I've smoked it. And as far as comparing it to alcohol, I think it's it's far less dangerous, far less damaging. <coughs> Pardon me. <coughs> wow. So you're smoking it now, and it's affecting your ability to broadcast. There's the Pele on from AJ. Christopher Daniels down. AJ taking, oh, and a clothesline. Double axe handle and a kick to the head. AJ all over Christopher Daniels now, getting his second wind. A backbreaker by AJ Styles. Is he going to spin him? A solid backbreaker. AJ in complete control here. And a spin down for the pin. One, two, and two's all he gets. Awesome match. You know, it's like, you know what I think's happening? I'm getting sick again. I mean, I don't know what weather you're getting up there in upstate New York, but it's gone from 60 degrees here to like the 30s in two days. We've had we've had very unusual weather up here. We've we've had the same thing you've had. We've had days that have been 60 degrees, and then we get down into the teens and the 20s, and then we had snow and we had a melt. It's 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 been absolutely insane. Yeah, and I think everyone's like, oh, Bronx is using his humorous talent to portray himself as, you know, smoking marijuana. No, I'm not smoking marijuana. I'm legitimately <laughs> coughing, and it's because this weather is a killer. Okay, it's not, it's not legal yet in New York, but here's the funny thing about it is I guess there was a, you know, it's funny because in, in my home province of British Columbia, in, 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 the, in, the, um, uh, in the mainland, in and around Vancouver, they are they're hopping mad. They want the BC legislature to 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 legalize marijuana too, because you can go down in Washington State. I didn't realize that just because they did something in Washington State that we needed to do it in Vancouver. Oh, what a drop from the top rope from Christopher Daniels and AJ still with two. I you know what I should have started a timer on this match. Well, I mean, chalk this. Wow, what a suplex! Chalk yeah. this up. Chalk this up to, you know, another match between these two guys, who, which is just awesome. I mean, you know, thus far, I will say <laughs> my only low point in this pay-per-view tonight was the eight-man tag debacle. Yeah, I have to say. Other than that, it has been an excellent, very impressive showing by TNA. I've been thoroughly entertained. I have, too. This is definitely worth the thirty-four ninety-nine tonight. Uh, unless you got a stream somewhere, then hey, go for it. Whatever floats your boat. Uh, Both men down right now, that, waiting for that, waiting for Hebner to, to to roll a ten count. But I guess it's not going to matter now. AJ out of the ring. Will the referee start a ten count? Probably not. AJ going to the top rope. Christopher Daniels down. AJ is that wasn't much of a blade because oh, Christopher Daniels, that's got to hurt when you hit that. When you, when you hit that metal ring support like that, that's got to hurt when you come down in between the legs. Superplex forthcoming. Christopher Daniels and AJ thinking about it. Here it comes. Wow. Great. Superplex. You know, 
Something about TNA, I will wait for this match to be over before I go into a tangent on something. Yep. Let's keep let's keep going on this match because it deserves it. Absolutely. Unbelievable. Daniels, AJ leaving it all in the ring as they always do. Two of the best in TNA. My favorite guy, Christopher Daniels. AJ, a guy I have nothing but respect for. The face of TNA. I'm, uh, I'm stoked. This is awesome. This has really been a tremendous match going on 20 minutes so far. Wouldn't expect anything less from these guys. I'd love to see these guys in a house show event. You want to talk about bringing the house down, they would definitely do it. AJ shots to the head on Christopher Daniels. Forearms galore. Seven, eight, nine missing there. Christopher Daniels with a kick to the back of the head. AJ still standing. Tremendous clothesline, spinning clothesline by AJ, and they're both getting up. That Neither guy going down. They're taking the shot. That yeah. pit leg kick. From AJ, now they're down. Take something out of both of them. Well, yeah. I mean, when you're going for 15, 20 minutes almost, I mean, <laughs> at some point, some I, I still don't know how AJ does that. You know, out of all the moves in professional wrestling today, that Pele kick, it's like how? I it's mean, amazing. It, it's amazing. It, truly, hey, truly spectacular. Do you want to talk about the boxing match last night? Did you catch no. the boxing match? I did catch it, and again, you know, Pacquiao, you got knocked the fuck out. I mean, it was like, I, you know, box. How much do people pay for that? I didn't pay shit for it, but here's the thing. You know, boxing now is worse than wrestling. They, The announcers themselves admit the whole shit, oh, well, we're going to have a meeting with the judges to make sure oh. that this match... AJ might have him here. I'm sorry to interrupt you. AJ with the Styles Clash trying to roll Christopher Daniels over. One, two. Oh. Holy shit. Barely, barely kicking out. Wow. What is it going to take to put either of these guys away? You know what? If I'm Robert Roode and Jeff Hardy and I'm in the back now, I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> we got we to gotta top this. <laughs> I mean, how do you? How do you talk? Yes. I uh, uh, Friday night coming home, I caught the opening and Anthony replay on XS, uh, XM Sirius, and uh, they had uh, Dana White on uh, talking about UFC and some of the goings on uh, as of late. I had no idea. This is the first time I finally got my XM reestablished. I traded in. Uh, I traded in my uh, my Avalanche. I got a new vehicle, and it didn't have XM in it. And I will say, oh, no way. He's going for a Styles Clash. AJ Styles going for a Styles Clash off the second rope. He's got it hooked. He's going to nail it. Oh! Oh, my. Daniels reverses it. Oh, my God. Where did he get that from? AJ in real trouble. Christopher Daniels going in for the kill here. Chris, come on. Oh, his one for Styles Clash of his own. Boom. He may have him. One, two, three. Wow. Oh, my. Christopher God. Daniels with the Styles Clash. Well, uh, here we go. Un, you know what? Kudos. I, I, the, I have the exact same sentiment. Wow. Brilliant. 
brilliant. Christopher abs. Daniels reverses the Styles Clash from the second rope and delivers a Styles Clash of his own. And there's your winner. And and AJ and I. Well, I got this one right. I called it my boy, man. My boy, Christopher Daniels. And look at look at him. Look at him talking shit on AJ. That's right, baby. <laughs> and then he goes talking to the fan again. There's that. <laughs> On the replay, there's that uh, suplex, and here we go again, the rock bottom off the on the apron. Both guys in tremendous pain. Here's a suplex on the stairs on the replay, and just incredible. These guys never failed to deliver a great show. There's your Pele on Christopher Daniels, and Styles Clash number one. Oh, sick. Didn't get the win off of that. Sick. How how Christopher Daniels got out of that, and then here's the Styles Clash by Daniels on on AJ, and he was just that was it. There was no getting out of that. Absolutely brilliant match. The reversals by Chris Daniels, great, and now they're actually carrying on a storyline that I enjoy. Where does AJ go from here? You failed again. What do you do? What, they may what, have to take it to the cage. You know what? I don't care. You, you know, a, a lot of people come out and they'll they'll say, "Oh, the same guys are wrestling again." Well, if this is what they're going to deliver, let them wrestle another ten times. I could give less than a shit. Put them in a cage. Put them in a TLC match. Put them anywhere you want. These two guys, unfreaking believable. Yeah, I that was just that was a tremendous match in this pay per view that. How does how does the main event how is the main event going to stack up for that coming uh, coming up here coming down the road? Well, now I mean you know don't count out you know Airy uh, excuse me you know don't count out definitely you know Jeff Hardy and Robert Roode. I mean they're going to go they're going to go. But like you said, how do they live up to this? I mean, wow, unreal. I think they'll be talking about that one for a while. We've got the three wise men up talking right now. Yeah. The world, world title coming up next. Well, I mean, that's not surprising. I mean, we're, we're moving right along. Decent pace also to the pay-per-view. Yep, so. What is this fascination? Could somebody explain to me what, what the fascination is with, with those earrings that stretch out your ears to the size of Kansas? I, I don't I don't get that one either. What 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 is the point of that? I don't know. What what is uh, If there's anybody listening to the broadcasters in the chat room that has their earlobes extended, you know, to 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 that, you know, looks like a road map of upstate New York. If you've got if you have those, could you tell me what the fascination is with that? I I I I really don't get that. I can understand, you know, you want to get you know, an ear piercing, you know, because you're middle-aged and you want to look cool. And so you, you, you go down and you go to the JCPenney and you buy the diamond stud and you put it in there. But you, you got these guys that, you know, you could put quarters in the, uh, in the earlobes. No, I've seen worse than that. I've seen them stretch where you could actually fit a fucking doorknob, and some guys have actually done it. You know what my, my favorite thing is? Have you seen the padlock through the earlobe? No, no, I haven't seen that, no. I mean, what if you forget the combination? I mean, what happens then? Oh, the tribal stuff. Somebody's saying it's 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 tribal. Well, okay. Um, I didn't realize that, and I apologize to Jeff Hardy. I didn't realize he had any tribal heritage in him. 
Yeah, I mean, you know. Hey, whatever makes you happy. But you know what? I don't want us to have to take any type of break during this main event. Let's take the break now. What I'm going to do is we're going to have our final commercial break of the night. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to come right back with more coverage of the main event to the final TNA pay-per-view of the year. And after, as soon as the pay-per-view goes off the air, I'm going to open up the phone lines. We'll have a post-show tonight. I want to know what you all think of this pay-per-view because thus far, I am very impressed. But with that said, everyone, Andy... Brass Eye, people in the chat, stand by. We'll be right back with more coverage of TNA's final resolution right here on the SNS Radio Network. Samoa Joe, and you're listening to the SNS Network. Let's go to our ring announcer. Wrestling fans, your ring announcer here, Sean Beckerman, and I'm proud to present to you the Pro Wrestling Nostalgia Podcast that's taking the IWC by storm beyond the bell. On each edition, we cover a different theme, taking you back in time to relive the greatest and worst in professional wrestling. We go behind the mic, where you will get backstage stories from the perspective of a pro wrestling ring announcer on the independent circuit. Find out what it was like to announce some of the greatest stars in pro wrestling history and the funny stories behind the scenes. And we wrap it all up with old school wrestling music. So tune in to Beyond the Bell each and every week on the SNS Radio Network. And I'll see you at the matches. It's go time. Hey, JJ, we got a little bit of time before wrestling starts. Uh, anything in particular you want to watch on TV? I don't know, man. Seriously, whatever you want to watch is fine with me. Dude, let's watch American Idol. This is American Idol. Plus, there's a little bit of ego that's getting out of control with you, I think, based on what your friends and family are telling me. Well, dude, dude my ego needs to stay, stay, stay intact. You're more embarrassed than Clay is. Yeah. You believe that you've created everything for all of us, correct? There's a song, and I do credit YouTube for the song. You want the credit, you get the blame. I'm guessing you want me to lose every kind of point and, oh, fuck's sake. Okay. A power and a force that you've never seen before. They got the ability to morph and even up the score. 
No one will ever take them down. The power's on their side. Go, go, Power Rangers. Go, go, Power Rangers. Go, go, Power Rangers. Muddy Morphin Power Rangers. There's the chorus. See, it, it, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't that good. <laughs> <laughs> you guys can't sit there and say Crowley's not the man because uh, I'm surprised he did it. Quite frankly, that was awesome. All the props to Crowley. Absolutely. Now let's smack him in the face with Matt Hardy's penis and move on. <laughs> Get out of here, you fucking poor kid. All right, back here on Sunday Night Showdown, covering final resolution. Myself, the Bronx father, Tony Mirabella. Great pay-per-view, and I'm not alone. Joining me back again. Yes, I know the internet's going ape shit nuts. The power, Andy Knowles. Andy, what's going on? Pro Wrestling's Truth Detector back with you. Talent on loan from God. Wow. World title time. Jeremy Borash about to make the introductions. Yes, and we've got Jeff Hardy, like I said, looking like a light bright. I mean, he's actually glowing. So Jeremy, Jeremy Borash making the introductions. <laughs> Andy, are you with me? Yeah, the referee needs a forklift to carry that belt with him. He looks like he's straining a little bit, having a hard time. Yeah. <laughs> and that's not even the belt. Well, I guess it's not going to matter. Uh, here we go. Bobby Roode, the challenger. Ontario boy. A lot of great wrestlers from Ontario. Really, I don't care where you are in Canada. Canada, with the exception of Maurice Willette, Canada produces some fantastic wrestling talent. They really, really do. And and this one, this guy right here, Bobby Roode, when you talk about current active Canadian wrestlers, has got to be on the top of the list. No, absolutely. I mean, you know, him getting the title shot back. I still would have liked to have seen James Storm get the shot, but I think I know, you know, why they've done what they've done. You know, I, I'm, I'm going to put this out of the way early. Predictions. And, man... I went with my brain and not with my heart on this one. My deal is until Jeff Hardy puts ink to paper, I think it would behoove TNA to take that belt off him. But he's your number one merch seller. He's a guy who maybe you want to, you know, keep, keep happy 
by letting him have that belt in the hopes that he'll resign. But he could still be the merchandising cash cow, whether he's got the belt or not. If you go to the to the to the JJ Sexay School of Wrestler Booking, the the title is a prop to push your guy. He doesn't need the title to be selling. All the little girls will still be buying Jeff Hardy T-shirts after this match, whether he's got the belt or not. I, I think, really, it, with all respect, th- this is a situation here where you have the man Bobby Roode, who really is the face of this company right now. Whether you like it or not, this is the man that they are pushing to the moon, and deservedly so. He's earned it. But if if I'm going to take a look at what's going to happen next year in TNA, I would want the heel Bobby Roode being the man in command holding that title into the new year. Well, I'm thinking at it a little bit differently. My thing is, if if you had this guy signed on paper, meaning Jeff Hardy, I would say let him retain that title simply because he... No, let me tell you right now, if you want to look at it from merchandising, if you want to look at it from from the aspect you're talking about, you've got to go with Jeff Hardy because he is your cash cow, your merchandise seller, but you're not sure you have him locked. So just like in any other sport, in well, we're talking about sports entertainment here, but in any other sport, when you don't have a guy locked, you don't put too much stock in him. My thing is tonight, Bobby Roode should win the title, but my prediction is Jeff Hardy retains, and I'm not 100% happy with that because, again, until he makes a long-term commitment to this company, I think it's a bad idea keeping that belt on him, but he's my pick. If Jeff Hardy goes over here, then I would say that Christopher Daniels will be your next logical number one contender if the objective here is to, to maintain Jeff Hardy as your champion. I, I think a Jeff Hardy, Christopher Daniels run would be tremendous. I, I don't see a face. I mean, they could run this. They could run this uh, Jeff Hardy, Bobby Roode, you know, deal for a while. If Bobby Roode were to get the title, they could still run this for another pay-per-view or two. And, and then, you know, go in another direction. But, you know, my God, how many times... You know, really, if Bobby Roode doesn't win the title tonight, I just can't see where he's going to get another shot at this unless something controversial happens to end the bout. Well, yeah, that's true. I mean, you know, I don't know. I'm trying to run through my head what shenanigans could possibly happen. You know, it almost makes me think that with the poor showing of aces and eights tonight, that for whatever reason we see them get involved in this match, I don't want to see that. But I think that that some way, some somehow, we're going to get shenanigans. But you know, my my thing is taking a risk. And Jeff Hardy is a guy who really has impressed me. I, I have to give him props for cleaning his act up. He has been clean for so long now that I almost forget. You know the, the mishaps that he had. Of course, the the disastrous match with Sting. Yeah. I'm down with Jeff. I like Jeff Hardy. But my deal is, I'm glad he's making money for the company, but make sure he's going to still be there. Don't put your eggs in a basket that might be sold in in another supermarket. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I you- hear you. I, I hear you, but, you know, it's who here, who is the superior athlete and who really truly deserves to be the face of the company? And And as much as I don't like... Bobby Roode, the heel character, I don't care for it. He's doing his job. 
I, I you know, I, I always enjoy the faces. It, it takes a very special heel to get me to root for a heel. But it just makes sense at this time to have Bobby Roode walk into 2013, you know, assuming we survive the apocalypse, and have him be the champion. The apocalypse really here would be if, you know, if, if Jeff Hardy retains the belt and, and, you know, goes into the end of the world as the champion. Well, you know, if he does retain, which I predict he's going to, my thing is, you know, WWE still sees money in this guy. And if you don't think so, you're crazy. And here's the deal. Everyone's saying, you know, oh, you know, Vince McMahon wouldn't bring back Jeff Hardy because of, of what went down. Well, I'll tell you, Vince's ratings are in the gutter. He needs someone as a foil for CM Punk. Right now, he's got Ryback. But I'll tell you right now, oh, can you imagine the pipe bomb ammunition that CM Punk would have in a feud with Jeff Hardy? Well, yeah, but you want, you want to talk about CM Punk. I have an issue right now, and, and we, you know, we really haven't talked much about this, this title, but it's been, it's been rather back and forth and rather slow going. It, it, it would look to me they're trying to stall for a little bit of time here, but I have a problem with this. John Cena held the title for some 380-some-odd days, injured, and was forced to vacate. CM Punk has, is running about the same amount of time at this point in his title run, injures himself, and he's still got the title. Um, I, I, I've basically given up on anything that the WWE creative folks have done, but once again, they've shown their own hypocrisy. They can't follow their own damn rules, and if he's really that injured and he can't defend then he should be forced to advocate, uh, or, or excuse me, should be forced to relinquish the title and um, um, put it back up in a tournament. Th- this situation here, I, I want to get back here to this this Bobby Roode, you know, Jeff Hardy situation. Jeff Hardy down now, Bobby Roode taking control of the match. Um, I, I really, I, I have a lot of difficulty seeing this belt on a WWE guy. And... Jeff Hardy, as good as he is, as clean as he's been, supposedly, and all the second chances this guy's been given, yeah, you know, the people love him, but I think the TNA is stronger with a heel champion having a face pursue the belt than having the face champion and having the heels pursue and fail. Well, I mean, any company is better with a heel champ. I mean, you know, we've talked about this. You want your baby face to be the guy who's, you know, coming in for 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 that title. And I get what you're saying. But my thing is, it's TNA's logic. And their logic is, this guy's selling merch. He's someone all the fans love. And I have no problem with that. But my problem is he doesn't have a long-term commitment. Yeah. You know, getting back, I was going to mention this earlier, and we got sidetracked because of the excellent Daniels-AJ match. You know, I've been reading people on Facebook saying, oh, you know, TNA did only a 1.2 or whatever they did last week. That's pathetic. And I've also heard that TNA is going to have – a pay-per-view at the Alamo Dome. And and here's here's what's happening. They have they're going to modify this arena so that it will only hold about maybe an eighth of the normal amount of people it would normally hold. <laughs> now they're they're doing that, this. They can say they can say they're in the Alamo Dome, but they've really only got five thousand people in there and it'll look like a sold house. 
Well, I mean, here's here's my deal. You know, everyone's shitting on that, and everybody's criticizing them over that. He, you know, he, he, here's what I have to say. They can't sell that many seats. And I, I, I've said it. I said it on TNA Chat Live. They're not going to sell that many seats. So I really don't have a problem with them modifying the arena to take less people as long as it looks good and sounds good and is a better presentation than your pay-per-view normally would be at the impact zone. Yeah. I'm just tired of going on Facebook and, and going on Twitter and every single thing TNA does. Let me tell you something right now. And I'm going to get heat over this and I could give less than a shit. I don't care who who comes at me, bring it. But I'm going to tell you right freaking now. If I have to compare the pathetic attempt at a pay-per-view WWE had in Survivor Series to this, right now, this pay-per-view has Survivor Series beat by a million. By an absolute million. And, And... with the exception of the eight man, with the exception of the eight man tag team debacle, this has really been a solid card. Absolutely, and I'm just tired of the shit that I read about TNA, about people crapping all over it. Sometimes, does TNA deserve to be crapped on? Sometimes, absolutely. And when I do TNA chat live, if they deserve it, I will bring it and tell them your it's, show. You know, it's the same thing. People said the same thing back in the '80s. When you were a mid-Atlantic wrestling fan, a mid-South fan, everybody crapped over the WWF back then because they had their own promotion. They had the National Wrestling Alliance, and that's what they loved. But the National Wrestling Alliance, in its defense, back in the mid-'80s, when they would go to the Omni or, or you know, in some of these other venues, they wouldn't sell out. And that's why everything would be dark north of the, north of the platform because you didn't want to see the empty seats. The WWE, of course, doesn't do that. Go to a WWE house show. I went to a WWE house show in Ottawa, and they couldn't fill that arena. But when Raw or SmackDown comes to the Corral Center, that place is sold out. So it really depends on whether or not you're bringing the TVs or not as to whether or not you're going to get a packed show. But you can't, you're absolutely right. You can't take this product, which is still, I hate to say it's in its infancy, it's really not, but... You know, they're in their early childhood, for lack of a better term, is TNA. And and they still have a long way to go before they can do, you know, a 30,000, a 40,000 seat arena. And and it's it's going to take time, just like anything else. Bobby Roode just got nailed by Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy on his back, lifting his legs as Bobby Roode came down. Jeff Hardy is up, but Bobby Roode still has the advantage. Trading blows back and forth. This well, is, I mean, go ahead. Anthony Farley says, you know, in the chat, I'm tired of the, the two companies getting compared. Well, you know what? I'm, like- the one, I'm the one guy who does it. And the re- I'll tell you the reason I do it. Because regardless of whether, and this is something I've gone out on my own and done when I compare the two companies, and I do it quite often. Yeah, I'm going to compare them. You know why? Because they are your two regardless of whether you like it or not they're your two top companies in the business they're the only two companies with television deals right now yeah i'm gonna compare them jeff Hart just went and flew 
out of the ring and landed on his shoulder outside, and he's in he's he's in a world of hurt right now. Yeah, Jeff Hardy looks like he he may have legit. Wow, may have legit injured himself. Oh wow, yeah. the ring the better part of better part of six seven feet and landing on the ground, which I'm sure doesn't have a whole lot of give to it. And uh, and Bobby Roode and rightfully so is on the attack. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, if you're Bobby Roode, you, you you're gonna take advantage of that yeah jeff he's either selling real well or he's hurting he has to be hurting to some extent whether he's selling or not i mean you talk he, about the two company comparison you know if, if there was no tna and there was the wwe people would be complaining that there was no alternative so you know it, you take it with a grain of salt six of one half a dozen with the other bobby Roode going for the pin one two too early at this point jeff hardy still still not done yet on that pin attempt, but uh, there's Rude trying to see just how tired Jeff Hardy is, and sometimes you have to do that. Yeah, I mean, you have to have ring psychology, and, and we have it right here, you know. And and I like uh, I like Bobby Rude's character. I like him as the heel, and I mean, he's just a complete, you know, I compare him to Christopher Daniels as probably the two of them are my top heel guys. And, and you know, I'm the sadistic guy who always, <laughs> I like the heels and rude and Daniels are right now, you know, my two favorite. See, the thing about rude getting the belt tonight is if rude gets the belt, I think it reopens him and James storm, which just like Christopher Daniels and AJ, I can't get enough of. I can't get enough of Bobby Roode and James Storm because they're friends and they work so well together that pushing them against each other yet again, I'd have I wouldn't have a problem with that. Been a fantastic TNA pay-per-view event tonight. We have yet to see a title change, no titles changing hands in the tag team match. Victoria retaining the Knockouts Championship. James Storm with a win early on in the pay-per-view in an impromptu match. Christopher Daniels winning in his match tonight. Yeah, the yeah. Uh, the TNA boys winning in the uh, in the eight-man tag with uh, Briscoe's boy and uh, Bischoff's boy in the match. Been a great pay-per-view. Yeah. I mean, like I said, the, the aces and eights versus Angle, Joe, and, and his team – yeah, that didn't do a lot for me, but it's not enough for me to crap on this pay-per-view. I mean, no. I think it's been no. a, a great night of wrestling. And you know what I like? Minimal junk. Yeah. Not too much backstage stuff. It's nope. just been pure wrestling all night. We've only seen Hogan once tonight, and for some people, once was enough, I guess. I, I, shouldn't, I shouldn't crap on Hogan, but Hogan's had a, a rough enough go as it is. Now, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. What? what, what I can't have you on air without doing this. What? We only saw Hulk Hogan once tonight. Yeah. Praise Jesus. Praise God. There you go. <laughs> Hulk Hogan must give himself to Jesus. Let his daughter be with the man she wants. Praise God. Yeah, I know. You were waiting for that, weren't you? You were Hulk just waiting. You were begging. You were begging for that, weren't you? Well, you see, you know, I'm, you know, you're Kimo Sabi, and I've, I've been, I've been going alone and and going at it for a few months since it. Ah, oh, you've been I, doing, fine. you've been doing fine. Jeff Hardy heading up on the ropes, kicking rude. What's he looking for? Twist of fate, nails it. I don't think that'll be enough though. One, two, no way. 
Oh, and Jeff Hardy's face paint is wearing out. You know, could anybody invent face paint that lasts for an entire match? I mean, Comedy Central had Semi-Pro on earlier this afternoon, and I love the part where they're wearing mascara and they're playing basketball, and they all get the, the mascara starts running, they sweat, and it starts running into their eyes, and I often wondered how that didn't happen with wrestlers. Yeah. But uh, I mean, you know. Reversal by Rude. One, two. Another two count there. Bobby Rude with a shot. Misses Jeff Hardy. Kick back. Rude down. That's, man, this amazing. Actually, not surprising that these guys could go this long. Oh, no. It takes a Bobby Rude. Take, it take, he's like Greg Valentine. It takes him about 10 minutes to get going. Yeah. I mean, you know, and, and again, you're trying to live up to the to the last match and thus far they've done a good job whoa nice by jeff hardy and i mean you know these two are really really going at it so far excellent match by both men yeah. and worthy I, I, of that worthy of the title that's for sure oh yeah and you know when you have your world title match i'm just hoping we don't get some like you know stupid ending here with interference maybe from aces i say just you know what? Let's let aces and eights go for tonight and let these guys finish it off one-on-one. -on -one. Yeah, I don't want to talk about them. Yeah. I would, I would rather drink paint than talk about aces and eights right now. Twist of fate, reverse, Bobby Roode in the ropes. Jeff Hardy pulls back. Wow. No, yeah. there's no new champion coming yet. What are you talking about? See, now, see, now the announcers know. It's twenty to it's twenty to eleven, all right, and and they know they're running out of time on this, so now they're going to start making the push. Yeah, you know, and I mean TNA has had a a track record of ending their pay per views to make you want to see Impact, and yeah, I, I'm down with that. I'm down with that because if you're TNA, I think right now your free product is more important than your pay-per-view product. And them cutting down to 10 next year proves that. But I think the pay-per-views are going to be even more special by bringing it down to 10 and having a build-up for lockdown and bound for glory, having that extra month to build those pay-per-views up. I, I think it's great. I like, I don't have too much complaints about TNA's current direction. No. This has really been a tremendous title match. Bobby Roode outside the ring. The referee laying the 10 count. Jeff Hardy's going to go after him. They're showing oh. the spine buster. Arn Anderson-esque. The twist of fate that really wasn't. And that's what sent out Bobby Roode. And now they're, they're, trying, they're talking about it outside the ring. What they're going to do next. Oh, my word. Yeah, I mean, I... I other wrestling news that happened this week in case you hadn't heard oh now jeff hardy telling the fans to move out of the way that's bad news when jeff hardy's telling you to move out of the way you might want to take that jerry lynn announcing his uh his official retirement march 23rd of 2013 i found that interesting here goes jeff hardy and he misses oh god damn, oh, damn. It's no wonder he was asking the fans to move. Yeah. He hit the guardrail and slammed onto the arena floor. 
My God, Jeff. What the hell? Oh, he knew. He Oh, Bobby Roode knows he's got him now. How did he? Oh, right on the back. That's wow. sick. 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 Bobby Roode, it may be all over going for the pin. One, two. Oh, how did he kick out from that? Wow, what a false finish. I thought that was it. How did he kick out from that? I'm telling you right now, if Jeff Hardy had hit a fan on that maneuver, it would have been lawsuit time for TNA. They would have had the lawyers and the refunds. Well, you know what, baby? You want front row tickets? You got them. Yeah, well, I don't don't want a wrestler flying at me. Here comes Robbie Roode setting up Jeff Hardy for the superplex. We're going to stay on the match. It's it is the beginning of the end here. I think Jeff Hardy's got to come up with something nasty here late into this match. Setting up for the superplex. Bobby Roode has control. He's on the top rope. Jeff Hardy stiffening up shots to the solar plexus. Oh, he's fighting. He doesn't want the superplex. Oh, hell no. Pushes off Roode. Oh, is he gonna go for it? Taking a lot of time. Yeah. He's taking a lot of time on this. I don't think he'll get it. If he gets it, he wins. Wow. He nailed it, but he hurt himself. He's already hurt. Look at him. This is sick. He can't he can't make the cover. Oh, this has been this has been beautifully choreographed. This is beautiful. This is art. Unreal. Unreal. Wow. He could have won. He could have won the match and retained the title right there. Yeah, Jeff Hardy just. Wow. He he just couldn't, man. He just, he hurt himself, just didn't have it in him to go for that pin. Bobby can see what's going on. There goes, oh, beautiful, beautiful move. One, two. Spear. Wow. Channeling channeling his inner edge, another Ontario-based wrestler. Bobby Roode can't believe what he thought. He's he's going to have to come up with something else. Jeff Hardy's still holding on. The rubber man is still holding on. And, you know, Bobby Roode saying, what again, what do I have to do to beat this guy? Oh, now here we go. Here comes aces and eights. Here's your member. Oh, man, you know, here's, here's what I didn't want. Now, wouldn't it be funny, ladies and gentlemen, wouldn't it be funny if Jeff Hardy pulls pulls the move on this and Jeff Hardy becomes the guy, becomes the Aces and Eights member? Well, Bobby Roode at the last uh, impact did pay off Aces and Eights to help him out. Well, so Aces and Eights aren't going. Here we go. Twist of fate. Nails it. This might do it. Go for the pin. One, two, three. And wow. Jeff retains and aces and eights thus far hasn't done anything yet there they go aces and eights in the ring attacking the champion all right all right i'll give this a pass let me let me get this straight so they wouldn't come in and interfere in the match to cost jeff hardy the title but they're okay with beating up jeff hardy after he retains so the question at this point is is who is this going to benefit? Who is this guy here? This guy that took the lead, the guy up front. I wonder if they're going to unmask this guy, the guy that's wearing the black sweater and the and the uh, and the black hood and the jeans. All right. Well, their interference 
didn't result really in, you know, how this match turned no, out. No. Yes, we're out there. I'm okay with this. I'm okay with them attacking as long yep. as it's after the match is over. Bobby Roode Bobby Rude has gotta be has gotta be feeling bad right now because this means nothing if, if he's trying to get another match with Hardy. Who's this guy? I want to know who this guy here is in the black. Yeah, this guy right here that Root is jawing with. Who's this guy? Goddamn vicious power bomb to Jeff Hardy. Are they going to attack? Who's this guy? This 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 was the guy who was standing right out in front, and he's relevant somehow to all of this. There we go. Now Aces and Eights is attacking Rude. Well, this is leading you up to want to watch Impact, and again. Yeah. I'm not going to shit on this. If this had interfered oh. in the match, I would have been the first guy to criticize TNA. But the fact that they're doing it after the match, I can live with it. I want to know who this big beefy boy is right here that's kind of taking the lead on this. I mean, they're putting the boots to Bobby Roode. Jeff Hardy powerbombed. Bobby Roode getting stomped oh. now by Aces and Nates. If, wow. if they're trying to turn... Bobby Roode face, this is not going to do it. No. No. Well, it may change his outlook on certain things. I mean, he's, you know, he was doing the whole thing. The belt could have been mine. But at the end of, you know, the end of the day, aces and eights didn't cause you not to win. Ooh. Wow. So we've got Devon. Jeff Hart retains, yep. Yeah, but aces and eights standing high in the ring above everyone as we close out this pay-per-view. And I have to say, uh, I've enjoyed it. Decent pay-per-view. Very, uh, very good. Pay-per-view to come, I mean, to come out of retirement and call this pay-per-view. Um, really, I, I'm, I'm happy. I, I think this was a great pay-per-view. And if you bought the pay-per-view, I think you got your money's worth. Well, we're 10 minutes to 11 here on the East Coast. And I'll tell you what. If anybody would like to call in, uh, the power and I are going to do a post show as long as you guys are willing to participate. 501-588-7957. 501-588-7957. Now, if and only if you're in the United States, you can call our toll-free number, which I'll give you in a moment because I haven't memorized it. You have a problem with Canada? What the hell? We can't make... This, this program is based out of Alberta, and we can't have a Canadian toll-free number? 888-890-9618. Once again, 888-890-9618. If and only if you're in the United States. If not, 501-588-7957. Or, if you really want to be just daring... You can add Sunday Night Showdown to your Skype and call us that way. The phone lines are open. Let us know what you think. And we have a call already, Andy. Welcome to Sunday Night Showdown. Who's this? Well, I can rewind. It's me, Anthony. Oh, God. <laughs> Anthony, Anthony, of course, was a, was, was a, uh, a, seminar, a seminar caller back on the Pro Wrestling Rewind. Good evening, Anthony. Well, unfortunately, I can't. The bells won't be ringing tonight, so too bad you for that. This has been, you know, been such a rough weekend for the NFL. The past two weeks have been very rough. I saw that Bills game, 
And yeah, you got to feel for Buffalo. Um, just, uh, you got to feel in a weird, a weird day in the NFL overall for some of the New York teams. But I'm sure that's not why you called. I'm sure you wanted to talk about this extravagant. Either, either Anthony, you either wanted to talk about one of two things, and understandably so. You either want to talk about this pay-per-view or the fact that I, I, Pro Wrestling's Truth Detector, am gracing the airwaves of Sunday Night Showdown. So you either wanted to talk about one of those two things. Well, it's kind of interesting seeing you come back. I mean, you come back, what are you talking about? Milking a prostate, so I, what hey. the hell? You know that I will only call what I see. And when a man's got a glove that looks like it's used for, for things that you do in the area of the anatomy where things shouldn't be happening, all right, you don't think I'm going to comment on it? Hey, how if you got I, the flashback to those incidents, now? go ahead. How long, how long have I been doing this now? If people don't realize by now that I will call it as I see it, then God bless you. Is Green Bay up now? Speaking of the NFL, is Green Bay... Are they winning? I just I just switched over to the game now. But anyway, Anthony, what else is on your mind? Uh, first off, it sounds like I'm glad I picked it on four down that it was going to be interference in the AJ match. Gladly that they didn't have it because if this is going to be the last match for at least a long time, hopefully that's the case. What a way to go! Because it sounds like that match can be just the main event by itself. Absolutely, I, I mean absolutely. And I like the fact that Daniel still went over and, and we continue this with AJ. You know, you saw the look on his face at the end of the match like, damn, again. What was, I'd like to get, Anthony, your thoughts. Uh, did you watch the pay-per-view tonight? Did you catch a stream or did you, did you buy the pay-per-view tonight? Uh, bits and pieces, but I'll be trying to watch it uh, later, sometime this week, the whole thing. Your thoughts on... The on the uh, AJ Christopher Daniels match. Damn good because I see most of the matches either against each other in tag singles or with Samoa Joe. They haven't had a bad match, so this was just a good way to cap it off for the time being. If we and, go, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, Bronx asks what they can do with AJ. Um, what happens if like AJ's all down and like that, and they get James Storm, who had a similar issue when he lost to um, at lockdown last year or against Rude, and Rude's trying to help him, and it looks like it's working. Then AJ says, "You know what? Fuck this!" and he starts attacking uh, Storm. Then you got a feud right there. Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't have a, a problem with that, except that again, TNA very heel heavy right now very heel heavy and adding another heel in AJ Styles well I'll tell you one thing that they succeeded in doing tonight I want to see Impact Thursday because I want to see what Robert Roode's reaction is to being stomped by Aces and Eights after he recruited them the other night maybe they were like this egg you might have paid us off, but you're don't, you don't own us, so they just they just attacked him to confirm that. Yeah. I'm either not, that, either yeah, that, or the check bounced. Either remember remember <laughs> that remember that with the uh, um, uh, with um, Ron Simmons and, and Bradshaw Layfield. Remember that when the check bounced. I thought the thing that bounced was the girls they got on Impact. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, Ric Flair is not involved in the storyline, so we're no. not going to have yeah. you know. Checks bouncing. I doubt it. 
No, I don't think I don't think we will. Anything else going on, Anthony? Uh, nothing much. I was glad that you were on the show. I mean, Bronx had to be desperate to get you, man. Though. Oh. I mean, oh, oh, oh. Ouch. Well, I mean, you know, for anybody. Now hold on. For anybody who wants to find <laughs> out how superior I am to Anthony Farley, check out last week's archive of Wrestling News Live, where basically. You're still coming over every day and washing my dishes and washing the shit stains out of my underwear because I owned your ass. So if you want to come on this show and try to talk shit, the same thing's going to happen. Now continue. Well, like a, well, like a Hulk Hogan match, that ending was predictable. So it was a big deal. I knew I was going to get killed in that. Well, absolutely. You know, you could... You, you, you got to have some courage. You got to follow the yellow brick road and find the Wizard of Oz and have some courage. You know. Yeah. What what it what did, on earth voice was that supposed to be? Uh, the cowardly lion. Oh, is that what that was? Was it that bad? You're you're channeling yeah. your Oz, is that what's going on? I'll tell you, Anthony, though, you know, now with all due respect to Anthony, A he lives in a church in porn country. So, you you can't you, you can't always take what Anthony says, because, you know, he gets, he, he's conflicted. And, and, and that's okay. He's conflicted because he lives in the church. And he lives, he got the, he's got the porn players, you know, out in the backyard, you know, making movies. So it's, it's difficult. Sometimes for Anthony, God bless him, you know, he tries really, really hard to make a good point. But when you've got that much activity going on where you got the porn in the backyard and you're constantly having to pray for forgiveness, you know, sometimes your head's not in the right place. And that's okay. Forgiveness? What the heck? You're smoking. I, apparently not, because out in California, didn't they? It was it was Washington State. What did California have on the ballot this time? I don't know. I'm already fucked up as it is. Me getting on any kind of drugs and like that. This is this is just a bad combo. Brother, I'd be more worried about what's going on in your state. Come the new millennium. <laughs> Hell, we freaking nominated um, Arnold Schwarzenegger as governor. So mm. yeah, and I saw and I saw the guy that replaced him too. Yeah, he's doing a bang up job. But we're not going to get into politics here. This is Sunday night showdown. That, that, that Jerry, what's his name? Jerry Brown. Oh yeah, he's a winner. He's been he's been governor before. Wants to go and raise. He wants to tax. He wants to tax breathing. This guy. But anyway, we're not going to talk. We're not talking politics. Not not on Sunday night showdown. If there were the rewind, we would do it, but not here. Yeah, but aces and eights. What they did with them in the end was probably the smartest move they can do because the eight man tag apparently sucked. And. This was the best way to get them back at least somewhat heat they have. Because what do they do? Go after the cash cow or the fan favorite, Hardy. Yeah. Well, do you, hey, do you have, before, before we let you go here, Anthony, do you have the, it's been a while. Do you have the church bells in the background? Can we hear the church um, bells? I, come on, I've missed the church bells. Come on. Do this for the power, baby. Working. Do this for the yeah, power. Get to a little photo shoot. Come on, give me, give me, give me, give me some of them church bells. It's a Sunday. Come on. Fine, fine. Come on. Come on, my brother. My blue-eyed soul, brother. Happy? I am so happy because you've given your soul to Jesus. Uh. Now go watch Jesus. Praise Jesus. Uh. Praise God. 24 to 14, Green Bay over Detroit, seven minutes left. And Detroit has the ball in the rain. Anthony, anything else? Uh, uh, that's pretty much it. And power, if you want to go milk your prostate, go right ahead because apparently you are. 
I don't have the one that needs the prostate milk. Apparently, Christopher Daniels seems to think that somebody out there needs their prostate milk. Don't look at me. I just think the man's got the gloves for it. I, you know, like I said, Michael Jackson wore one glove, and apparently uh, Christopher Daniels need gloves that uh, you can milk the prostate with. I don't know. But anyway, <clears throat> be that as it be. Oh, interception by Green Bay. Anyway, what, what, what else we got going on here, T? What else we doing? Well, I mean, you know, let's give letter grades, you know, for the pay-per-view, and I'll give it. You know what? The Aces and Eights debacle wasn't enough for me to, to take anything away. I'll give this pay-per-view an A. I thought it was excellent. If you had the opportunity to go and have a urine break during that eight-man tag, then you definitely rank this pay-per-view an A. I'll give it an A-. minus. the only thing that killed it. Uh, for me, uh, two very big things, uh, of course, was the eight-man tag team debacle and the fact that Mickey James is not the new Knockouts champion. But other than that, it was a fantastic pay-per-view. All right. I can live with that. It was great. And now, Anthony has hung up. Anthony hung up. He didn't want to talk to us anymore, but that's okay. I don't, I don't even remember the numbers anymore to call in. Let me see if I can remember. See if I can remember the numbers. I don't even remember the numbers to call in. Well, 501-588-7957 is firmly ingrained in my brain. The 800 number, I always have to look up. Yeah, one 9618 That's 888-890-9618. If you want to join us here on the flagship, the show that started it all, the little network that wasn't supposed to be, Sunday Night Showdown, SNS Radio Network. That's what SNS stands for. If you're new to the network, it stands for Sunday Night Showdown, just in case you're curious. Uh, the SNS uh, Radio Network, you know, uh, T, the Wrestling Radio Award uh, nominations, I guess, have started up again. Yes. Not, not, and I would recommend, I, I, I haven't even, you know what, I have just been so ingrained in other things that are going on in my life. I don't even know if the Rewind, because we ended in July, I don't even know if the Rewind's on there, to be perfectly honest with you. And frankly, I, you know, I would very much like to see Wrestling News Live or see Sunday Night Showdown or any one of the other great shows on the network, Elite Force Podcast. Um, I know I'm missing some, and I apologize to the other shows on the network, but um, you know, any, any one of these shows really deserves some, some accolades uh, from the Wrestling Radio Award community. So don't forget, to, uh, I believe that balloting has started, is it not? Uh, yes, it has started in a limited capacity. They usually start out with just a, a one question, and then towards the middle of December, they'll elaborate on it but with that said the man with the new microphone is with us welcome to sunday night showdown who's this <laughs> hey bronx hey andy this is latino 718 hey what is going on latino 718 this evening uh not much not much uh, i just finished watching this pay-per-view and um <clears throat> i gotta disagree with you guys i gotta say first off if this was a solid show i give it a b uh, there's only a couple of things I didn't like. Uh, the tag team match, the tag title finish. That's I, I hated that. Really? The way that that ended. Yeah. Okay. I mean, well, I, were were you? Let me ask you this: Was it the fact that it ended on what was obviously a three count? Sensational Son seems to feel it wasn't a three count, but I went back after that happened, and I hit and I hit the rewind and I hit the replay, and the man's the referee's hands counted three. He's trying to claim that the referee put his hand down to try to station himself. No, he put that one hand down, counting one, two, three, and then got the pull. Are you upset because of that finish or the fact that it was a DQ? 
I was just upset that the fact that it was a DQ finish, that was it. Uh, I thought that was just kind of stupid because you rarely see that in wrestling. Anytime that happens nowadays, they would just give them a warning and the match would continue. Yeah. And in this case, it didn't happen. And they just DQ'd them. I, I wasn't happy with that, uh, but that's just me. Uh, obviously, the eight-man debacle, you know, you know, it was what it was, let's face it. I'm gonna make I'm gonna make something abundantly clear for anybody who wants to disagree with me. And frankly, I don't care if you want to disagree with me because I know that I'm right. I saw the match, I saw the replay, and the referee counted to three. So unless you're blind, deaf, dumb, or stupid, the man counted to three. The match was over, and if you were on four down and you put yourself down for a pinfall and you don't get the point, you have got a legitimate gripe. And I'd be very interested to see what happens tomorrow with four down on, on how they're going to play this because the official match result was a DQ when everybody and my dead grandmother saw a three count happen. So if, if there's any controversy out of this pay-per-view, it was the fact, well, the champs won, but how they won. And when you're dealing with something like four down and you've got points and placements and everything else at stake, I think that anybody who has it, you know, who put down a pinfall and they don't get the point, has a valid gripe. Oh, no, no. Four down is going to play it within the storyline aspect, how I'm going to play it. You know, if a mistake was made and we had a three count, all right, fine. They're not, four down isn't going to acknowledge it, and neither am I, because at the end of the day, the winner is predetermined. So we the fact that maybe we saw a three count, that could have been a botch. It could have been a mistake. But you four, have to go. Said four down, not, I apologize for interrupting, but four down ask you, is it a DQ? Is it a pinfall? Is it a count out? So if I went on four down and I said the champs by pinfall and I get screwed over because TNA called it a DQ when it clearly shows, it clearly shows that the referee's hand went up and down three times. He wasn't positioning himself. The hand went up and down three times. That was a win by pinfall. And and really, you know what? We need controversy like this. Oh, no, no. We need, this sport needs controversy like this for us to talk about. And kudos to TNA for giving it to us. Unfortunately, the ref made the wrong call. But well, anyway, TNA won't. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, uh, TNA, they won't reference this on on the next couple of weeks on TV. They just, nah, won't. They won't. just ignore it. They'll well, just they're, believe they're whatever they to. want to believe. They're too scared to. They don't have the balls to. They don't have the balls to come out and, and say, you know what? Our referee blew the call or, or you know, our ring announcer blew the call and, and that was a win by pinfall. You know, they don't, they don't have the balls to do it. And frankly, they don't care. And people are going to think I'm making a lot out of nothing. But God damn it. You know, this is... Predetermined sport or not, there are rules and there are there is tradition that goes along with this sport. And to have a guy getting DQ'd, I can't remember the last time I've seen a wrestler DQ'd for pulling another guy out on a pinfall attempt. And if that's what they're going to do, then do it for every goddamn match. But you're not going to do it for every match. So you screwed up, okay? Put, help, help traditionalists like me... All right, that are paying the thirty four ninety nine so their kids can watch the pay per view. Help people like me out and acknowledge it. You screwed up, and it was a three count. Anyway, pray the continue. No, 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 no. Yep. <laughs> They're not going to do you that. You know, you know it is. You you know it is, and that's okay. You 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 don't you don't want to tell, and that's okay. It's okay. The truth will set you free. 
How many times have I said that? The truth will set you free. This is the truth. All they got to do is acknowledge it. Yeah, anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to let him go. Latino, go on. Right. You know I'm right, and that's okay. <laughs> it's, it's okay to admit that I'm right. It's perfectly all right. There's no law. Obama hasn't passed a law yet that says the power isn't right. Neither has Prime Minister Harper. Neither one of them passed a law yet oh. that, that the power Andy Knowles is not right. So that's okay. It's okay to be right. But anyway, Latino, uh, while we have you on the phone here, your thoughts, I'd be curious to get, uh, you talked about the eight-man tag. What, what was it, the, the general bad wrestling in the eight-man tag? Was it the finish? What specifically did, did you not really care for in that match? I, I'd be curious to know. Well, I just thought it was the fact that the way that they had the team TNA, you know, we had two veterans with Samoa Joe and Kurt Angle, and you had paired up with two two new guys with uh, Briscoe and uh, Jared, uh, Bischoff. Excuse me. Um, I understand why they're there because they're paired up with Angle. You know, they want to, you know, they want to get their next step up in their careers. But I just feel like they're not ready for that. And you know, as Bronx said it's pretty much obvious that they will be a part of Aces and Eights in the future. Even so far, I remember somebody posted a photo on the internet of comparing uh, two photos of Garrick Bischoff and an Aces and Eights member with the same guy having a tattoo on his wrist. And on the Aces and Eights photo, uh, the guy had the same tattoo on his wrist but wasn't covered. So that pretty much blows his cover there. No, uh, I agree. But, you know, I think they should have pulled the trigger tonight. I mean, see, the problem is, and, and I look at it like this. If they would have pulled the trigger then before the main event, the whole Aces and Eights run in on Jeff Hardy, Robert Roode wouldn't have worked. So, uh, I, I have trouble giving them a pass on it, but then again, I kind of see where it's going. Maybe they're planning on pulling the trigger a little bit later. But the thing is, you know, you have Kurt Angle saying Wes Briscoe is, you know, the best thing since, as the trade dog would say, and I will channel him here, the best thing since, since pussy was invented, you know, and then you, you, you have him still tonight. You know, staying firmly a baby face. I think that trigger is going to be pulled. It should have been pulled tonight. It wasn't. Maybe next month, if we survive the apocalypse, it'll be pulled. I don't know. What are, what are your plans, Latino, for the apocalypse, by the way? <laughs> you have any well, plans? I plan. You, you, yeah. You have any plans for the apocalypse? Anything big going on? Uh, I pretty much plan to stay home with my family and not going to work, not go anywhere outside. Just going to come. But it is interesting. Go ahead, go ahead. Sorry, but uh, I was going to say, is it, it is interesting to see because, uh, you know, when is, if it does happen, where is it going to happen? Is it going to happen in the States or is it going to happen on the other side of the world? Because, as you know, <laughs> the other side of the, the globe is the 21st and we don't get it till later on. You know what I mean? Oh, that's a good point. Latino breaks up, brings up a good point because it'll happen on the other side of the planet before we ever get it. There I don't know if I'd want to. I don't know if I'd want to know that it's coming though. You know, it's like if if I you know if if they were gonna if they were gonna fire off a, a nuclear warhead, you know, 
That'd be like the one time where I'd actually start drinking. I want to be wasted out of my gourd <laughs> right under the thing when it hits. You know? So I, I, I don't know. That's, ah, I don't know. I, have you got any plans, T, for the apocalypse? Anything big that you're going to do? Well, you guys, had, you guys already had your apocalypse. Oh, please. You're going to be, you're going to be two, you're going to be 0 for 2 here in, uh, 0 for 2 here in less than two weeks. Well, see, here's the interesting thing, and I've been kind of pushing this on the network. The open book with the sensational Sean and Ashley yeah. will be on December 21st. On oh, they'll be covering it. So there you go. So but, but, the SNS Radio Network will actually be covering the apocalypse. But here's the thing. Here's the thing, Andy. Yeah. Sean will be in the U.S. and it will still be December 21st. Right. When the show starts, Ashley will be in the U.K. where it will already be December 22nd. So we're going to actually have a back to the future moment right yep. here on the SNS radio network. But there's a possibility, of course, that England will already be wiped off the face of the planet by the time it gets around to us. And and so there's a very good possibility he may just be doing the show alone. Well, if he is, then I'll be shitting alone because <laughs> I'll I'll be pretty scared if Sean comes on and says Ashley's like not responding. Uh. I'll be like, okay. You know, I'll probably, you know, I, I'm probably just going to be hanging out. You know, I'll, when the apocalypse comes, I'll, you know, I'll be hanging. What, what day? What day of the week now is the apocalypse going to be? It's going to be Friday. It's going to be. Oh, what a bummer! What a way to ruin your weekend. The apocalypse is going to be on Friday. Oh, they couldn't have it like on a Monday. Why could? Why? Why the hell couldn't the Mayan calendar? You know, move this thing till like the 24th. Because at least the 24th would be on Monday. I wouldn't have a problem with that. I would expect the apocalypse to happen on a Monday. But man, I have it on a Friday. Yeah, I mean, you know, I want to get the weekend in. You know, have it on a Monday. You know, if I'm, if I croak when I'm going to work, I'm happy. But, you know, I don't want to be all set for a Friday night of hanging out and watching Netflix till 4 a.m. and then goodbye. you know, you know what's funny? When I, um, one of the first management gigs that, um, one of the first management gigs I had, I, I ran a foot locker, one of my very first management gigs. And, uh, this was before I got into radio. And, uh, I had to work. They made the managers come into work January 1, 2000, because corporate was so scared that the apocalypse was upon us. And Y2K, I was about to say Y2J, Y2K was going to happen that the the corporate bastards made us go to work at Foot Locker on January 1. And did anything happen? No. Well, I mean, if I'm, you know, about to die, the one thing I want to buy is footwear. I mean, you don't want to die with shitty shoes, you know? You know, Nike had a fantastic commercial leading up to it. Nike had a fantastic commercial leading up to the Y2, uh, Y2K event where this guy wakes up January 1, he's out running, and the world is crumbling, buildings are on fire, dogs and cats are sleeping together, all these bad things are happening, and he's just going off on a leisurely run in his new kicks. And I'm thinking, damn, that's, that's the way you want to go out. But I'm not, you know, I'm not going down. I'm, I, I'm just going to chill out at home. It'll be, it'll be a Friday. So I'll, I'll probably I'll go to the office, and uh, depending on what time the apocalypse hits, um, 
I'll probably come home early, you know, chill out with the family. And, um, uh, you know, depending on what, what it is, it's really going to depend on what happens. If it's like a meteor hitting, well, you know, it's really not going to matter. You know, we'll head to the basement. But uh, if it's like some irradiating solar storm, like in that movie with Nicolas Cage, then I guess it doesn't matter. We'll just all hang out in the living room and watch Netflix or something. I don't know. Yeah, that's you know, it. Go, go grab, you know, grab some pizza and just chill out. If it happens, it happens. By the way, <laughs> this is a wrestling show. Isn't this a terrible <laughs> thing to be talking about after such a great pay-per-view? <laughs> wow. Oh, man. Uh, That's just terrible. Anything else, Latino, before we let you go? Uh, Yeah, just a a couple of things. Uh, Bronx, uh, you remember uh, last Thursday I was talking about this this 1-3-13 promo that they cut on Impact, and I said it might have been Sting. Uh, Well, I was thinking about it, and I forgot about this person. Do you think it could be Abyss returning? I hope so. I would rather it be that because, you know, Sting has been linked to this type of promo for so long in WCW and even the shit that went on in, you know, the uh, WWE where they had that promo. I'd rather it be Abyss. And if it is Abyss, I'll mark out. If it's Sting, eh, been there, done that. You know, I, I agree. If we make it to one three thirteen, I'm hoping it's Abyss. I really don't yeah, care. Yeah, looking at that, sorry to interrupt, but I was just saying, okay. looking at that video again, it, it fits Abyss's uh, persona and his past, and I just completely forgot it, because it's been a while since I've seen Abyss on TV, so that's why I probably forgot it was him. I, uh, oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Well, I just want to get your thoughts, Andy, on this. Um, what, are you, what is your thoughts on TNA hosting impact in the Alamo dome in a 75,000 seat venue. They can say that they were in the Alamo dome. That's about the only thing positive about this <laughs> is that it doesn't matter. They could go and they could make a big WWE type dome over the ring and drape, you know, plastic sheeting over it and, and, and fill about 5,500 seats. They will always go back and say, we were at the Alamo dome. <laughs> You know, it's it's different to, you know, the Pontiac Silverdome in, uh, you know, in Pontiac, Michigan, in WrestleMania 3. And uh, what was it, 93,000, I think, they filled for that event. You know, TNA could never come close to filling anything like that. I don't even think they have 93,000 fans worldwide, uh, to be quite honest with you. Uh, but, you know, that's one of those things that, you know, you can say you did it. If you... Let me get. Let me give you an example here. If um, if okay, let let's say for sake of argument, all right, I'm going to go out on a stretch here, but let's say that the Trey Dog actually had an opportunity to go on a date with Velvet Sky. Okay, let let let's let's say that the the apocalypse happens, and the apocalypse is. That a million velvet skies fall to earth and happens, one happens to fall on Trey's lap. Okay. Trey can then say that he had been with Velvet Sky. It wouldn't matter what transpired over the course of that period of time. He will go to his grave saying, I got to be with Velvet Sky. 
It's the exact same thing here. TNA can go back. It doesn't matter how many people they put in the seats. It doesn't matter how crappy the card is. It doesn't matter if Mickey James wins the knockout title at the event. They can go back and they can say, well, at least we were in the Alamo Dome. It's, that's the only real thing that I could equate it to. You know, if, if Velvet Sky called Trey up and said, you know, hey, what are you doing? You want to come over? Well, you know, we'll get a red box and uh, pop up some popcorn and hang out and watch a movie. And I'm, I'm sure Trey would, would put aside anything he is doing to accommodate that request. And irregardless what happened after that, that would be irrelevant. He would be able to go back and say, I was with Velvet Sky. It's the same thing here. That's my answer. Make sense? Yes. Makes sense to me. <laughs> you kind of hesitated there. You had me a little concerned. I thought I was going to have to re-enunciate myself. But anyway, be that as it may. Thanks a lot, Latino. We appreciate it. All right, guys. You guys take it easy. Andy, it was great to hear you once again, and uh, hopefully you return at some point. <laughs> well, you never say never. Crazier things have happened. But thank you, Latino. I appreciate it. You have a great night. All right, you too. Take it easy, guys. Yep. Wow. You know, it would be... Uh, let me give you another example, okay? I The, the word Miz hasn't come out of my mouth all night, but it's going to come out here. Oh. As 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 Green Bay just intercepted the ball with uh, 223 left, and uh, I guess I don't know what's going to happen here. They called the whistle. He was down. I guess he was down. Irregardless, the Miz could break up with Maurice tomorrow, and yeah, Maurice is good looking. But he could always go to he can go to his grave saying that hey, I hung out with Maurice. It's the same thing. The thing with the TNA Alamo don't you're reading too much into it. It's 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 not it's it's not as big of a deal as what TNA is gonna is is going to, um, you know is 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 going to make it out to be. But anyway, I digress. Well, I mean, you know, it's been a great pay per view tonight, and uh, we haven't had any more phone calls so we're gonna shut this down but it's been great power awesome to have you back and uh i'm glad that we had such a good pay-per-view to reunite oh it was it was a great you know it was a great opportunity to be back working with you it was a great opportunity um and, and i want to thank trey and, and jj and the sns radio network uh it has been it has been my pleasure um uh, all joking aside it has been uh, my pleasure to come back uh, uh, here uh, to the network. They gave the rewind a home when we needed one. And, um, you know, I, 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 retirement actually isn't a bad thing. I don't, I don't mind it. Uh, but, you know, you never know from time to time. You may hear me uh, pop my head in. I, I, somebody asked me once, I actually had a customer come in my office one day and who was a, a big wrestling fan and, and uh, who also listens to the, to the network. How come you never call into the shows? And, and I don't think people quite understand that, you know, Radio hosts don't call into other people's shows. We don't. We don't do that. We get invited onto other people's shows. So you you won't hear me call into somebody else's shows. But to be invited on a show, you know that's really special. And to be invited to to co-host the flagship uh, here with you for this tremendous and it really was this tremendous TNA event to, to end out the year. Uh, it's uh, it's really great. And um, um, you know to, to get, take this opportunity to say thank you. For everybody on the network, everybody in the pro wrestling radio community who had supported me, supported the rewind, uh, you know, supported what we did and supported my decision uh, to to move on. I, I thank you. Um, I know the higher power thanks you, um, but uh, you you never know. Something may happen to uh, to pique my interest again, 
and uh, get me back on the air. So uh, as always, I'll uh, I'll end this one way. Remember, boys and girls, please take care of the energy inside yourselves. After all, that's where your true power lies. And God of radio willing that the higher power lets me. You never know when I might pop back to play around with you sometime in any other week. Well, I appreciate you, man, and that's a great way to end it. But as always, we have some network business to take care of. So I will break it down for all of you this Tuesday, 9 p.m. Eastern, of course, Wrestling News Live with myself and J.J. Sexay. During the week, make sure you check out all the podcasts, the Midweek Elite Force podcast with Chuck W. Make sure you check out Running the Ropes live every Thursday. Myself live every Thursday at 10.30 p.m. with TNA Chat Live. The other podcast, Beyond the Bell, the Weekend Elite Force podcast with Mind Wipe and Walkie. Uh, wow. What do we have? We have the whole indie show. We've got the hard way. We've got Beyond the Bell with John Beckerman for all your retro wrestling news and wrestling past. Definitely an awesome podcast. If I'm forgetting anyone, I apologize. We have a Sunday night showdown coming, covering tables, ladders, and chairs for WWE's pay-per-view. And uh, it's the last month, maybe the last month ever. And Power, it's been a pleasure. I'm glad you were here. And, you know, anytime you can come on, we appreciate you. Any Anytime you want, just, just give me a call and I'll be more than happy to. No problem, man. I appreciate it. I love it. Thank you to all the callers. Thank you to TNA. It's been an awesome show tonight. A very, very good pay-per-view. And it's time for myself and hey, the power. Hey, one favor, one favor, one favor. Can I do the outro on this? Yeah, sure. Are you sure? You don't mind? Go ahead. It might be the last outro I ever do in my entire life. Break you it know, down, brother. Okay. That's all for now, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for joining us. You're listening to Sunday Night Showdown, the flagship right here on the SNS Radio Network.
God.